And we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, hey. Uh-uh. Do over. Uh, let's start over. Cue the music. Hold on, girl. No. And we are live. Hey, Concrete. Much better. Hey, hey. What's good? Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. <laughs> I'm so sick of you. <laughs> Listen, when I come with dry energy, what do you do? Complain. What do you do? Yeah, I'm giving you a dose of your own little medicine. That's all. That's all. But um, happy <laughs> Wednesday. How is your week going? Just to say, I think I take it much better than you. Um, I was going pretty good. How, how, how it depends, you? baby, because sometimes, <laughs> oh Lord have mercy, I'm surrounded by, by these sages. Lord, y'all be having me ready to pull my little locks out. Uh, go ahead and pull them out. We need you to have all your edges, boo. <laughs> I'd be tempted, but um, yeah. So, what did you say about regarding your week? How your week has been? So far, so good. Um, I've been a little just icky all day. Like, Rrr. oh, okay. Well, that's not a good thing. <laughs> no, I want to go outside. Why you go outside? Who's stopping you? What's stopping you? I have to tell you about it, girl. <laughs> oh girl my gosh. Here. I'm not about to deal with you. You can first of all, you got <laughs> a nice deck or two to go sit out on whenever you feel uh, with a nice glass of wine. You could be doing girl, the show from your deck if you wanted Hennessy to. Hennessy in my life. Oh, <laughs> oh not yes. a nice glass of wine. Girl. A nice Hennessy on the rocks. Um, now, concrete. Yeah. I ain't, no, I ain't gonna lie. Every now and then, but I usually mm. drink my Hennessy with Coca Cola. So, oh, do you Hennessy? So yeah. that's a mixed drink. Yeah, I thought girl. you, baby, I ain't even gonna tell you. I thought you drank it straight. Straight out the bottle. <laughs> no, no. Oh, because I will. With oh. nothing mixed with it. No, nah, girl. I, like, okay. Never mind. You know. Okay. <laughs> but you know. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel girl. you. It's real out here. Okay. Um, My week has been busy. Oh, my gosh. Like, full freaking day monday full day tuesday like from the time i woke up to literally like 1 2 a.m and both crazy days but today is the first day that it hasn't been as crazy but a very very productive day i got a lot done at work um i also got a lot done around the house and yeah i'm in a good mood because of it Whenever I do a lot, excited, like I am. I'm telling you, like I am a checklist person. So the more checks that I can check off my list, the more boxes I can check off my list, um, the better I feel. I'm like, yes, let's get it, let's get it. I'm gonna so, do me one with about just ten, like on the 10 list. Ten is a nice amount. 
Yeah, but they're gonna be like wash dishes, put dishes up. Oh, <laughs> oh, 10 steps. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, girl. See, my list never include like my regular daily stuff. I know I have to cook, I know I have to meal prep plus cook dinner. I know I have to do laundry. It's like the things that I have to do outside of my regular everyday stuff. Um, oh. that I, I put on my list, so yeah. But I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Try it. I'm telling when Curlin start adding stuff to your list, don't don't blame Girl, me. Girl, I'm not gonna tell him I got no list. He be trying to do this shit now. Okay, okay, okay. He's always uh, trying to up. add uh don't you think you need to hey oh, Lord. why don't you do hey no, you need to uh -uh. do Girl, it's like a uh, another full time chaplain. <laughs> Girl, he be cracking that whip. Mm. That part, yes. You um, said you wanted a new pair of Nikes, didn't you? Uh oh, I'm curling. <laughs> it's real. Oh here. lord. Uh, yeah, I, I like to be able to manage my own list. Um, I, I don't. Uh, I like to manage it myself. I like to add and take away. And sometimes, like, okay, if I really want to feel really accomplished, I will add something that I didn't have on my list, but that I just did. Like, um, I don't know. I, like, okay, so if I did something like regarding um, planning my fiance's party and it was something that I didn't add to the list, but I should have, I'll add it on the list and automatically check it off to feel real accomplished. Child, I'm serious about my list. DMAC says is work working out on the list. You know what, DMAC? I haven't worked out <sighs> like for real since like Monday morning. And if that includes like bike ride. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I was doing it twice a day, uh, and it seems like every piece of food I look at, that shit goes straight to my ass. And I'm sitting here looking crazy as hell right now. Like, what well, is really going on? I'm, I'm probably not complaining about that part. But Girl, um, I, I need to be more diligent about, like, going to the gym. But I actually enjoy, like, you know, bike riding or riding my bike. So that I don't even count that. But, um... Yeah, that should be something that typically what I'll do, though, in my my list that's downstairs in my bedroom, I do put work. I just put in general, like workout three times a week, but I don't put like which days, which gives me the freedom to do it when I can. Yeah. But yeah. So that is, I guess, kind of a part of the list as well. Um, but what's going on, child? It's so much like, oh, my gosh. Um, what's the tea? What's 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 some tea that you got? Would you buy your fiance twenty-eight point five acres of land? <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that. <laughs> um, or uh, well, I guess my question would have been like, what is like is twenty-eight point point twenty-eight acres of land too much to do for someone that's just a boyfriend? Because that seemed to be the point that was being driven home. Um, that it's not okay to do in the dating stage or for someone that's not your husband. Um as for me, um, I would I would buy my fiance um, land because um, for us, um, you know, the like that's my husband. Um, the ceremony is a formality. We don't subscribe to state sanctioned marriage. We've already purchased a home together and looking into um, the, our next venture together um, as one because we're already fully amalgamated. So for us, the ceremonial part um, is a more of a formality and it's just a small celebration that's more for me. Um, so 
for me at this stage, yes. Um, during, I don't know how long um, Ari has been with Moneybag, but during the beginning of our relationship, no. Um, but at this at the stage not? that we're currently at, because um, I, you know, it, it it was too early. Like I, I do feel like there is a point where it's too early. Uh, you know, we weren't at the place that we are now, where we're building together. We've already, you know, merged finances. We've we're already, you know, um, property owners together, and we've already intertwined so many of uh, the things that were individual before we came together. So at this point, I would. Um, I think it depends on the dynamic of a per dynamics of a person's relationship. Uh, I think that also too, for a common person, you say, oh, would you give somebody 28 acres? 28 acres can be a lot of money, but they exchange gifts that are high in monetary value. He's leased her a car. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. I think that uh, on, on a scale that the average person is looking at, that may be like, oh my gosh, she did this for him. But also you can buy land, you know, you can find land that's pretty affordable in certain parts of Georgia. And, you know, I think it depends upon the, the individual and, you know, the their actual relationship as it relates to whether that's appropriate or inappropriate. But what about you? If you're just dating, you're not married, would you do it? Hell no. I knew, I knew nope. you were going to say that. Nope. Oh, I don't even have to guess, baby. You predictable. I already knew you were going Look to do boo -boo that. Look at boo-boo the damn fool. Oh, 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 no. Listen, so he could build a house for him in the next shit. That part. Listen. <laughs> nope. I know you. I was like, I haven't oh. made it to, uh, in, in the dating stage, I would not have been made it to that level of trust. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing at a certain mm -hmm. point. Um, I, I don't mind fiance because that's right. a step that we're really going to be together. I definitely don't mind husband. Right. But boyfriend? Hell no. I feel no. you. I feel Why? You. For what? Yeah. I, I understand that. Okay. I, you know, I understand that. But what if like, okay, so let's say 28 acres of land is... Um, I don't know. I'm just going to throw a number out there. Mm, $400,000 or $200,000. Uh, it's going to be more than $200,000. Let's say $400,000. It that much land and mm -hmm. it depended on where and what yeah, the cost what and what, yeah. Um, all types of inspections and stuff right. like that. Like what's on the land? Why is it being sold for so, so cheap? But yeah, I would have like, a, like hella questions before I would make a purchase like that. And then Knowing um Curlin, if me and Curlin was still in the dating stage as child, he'd be like, uh I already know. <laughs> yeah, he wants well, to be involved like, in that type of thing. Yeah. 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 So I understand that, but I think like what I guess the point, like if the value of if you would you give someone something that's of equal value. So even though you wouldn't maybe you let's say for you know the average layperson, an acre of land or something. As, as opposed to giving someone an acre, if you're dating someone, would you be willing to give them whatever the acre costs? Like, or do you not believe in exchanging grand gifts while dating? I don't generally believe in exchanging grand gifts while dating because generally I can't afford them. Generally. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, if like I bought Curlin a phone while we were dating, mm -hmm. I think I got him a phone while we were, but 
it was like I was made to a point to where I was comfortable enough to give like that. Now, okay. I think it's to a point now, if you're comfortable enough to give like that, that's probably one of the most beautiful things ever. If right. you're at a point of comfortability. Right. I'm, I'm, so I'm not going to say generally, no, 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 no. Um, Curlin, I probably would say was a bit different because uh, Curlin spoiled me and I spoiled him while we okay. were dating. And I don't, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that if you're at a level of comfortability. Right. But just, you know, just right off, like, hell no. He still go. Never mind. Anyway. You know what? Uh, okay. I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. No, girl. Um, what I was going to say, okay. Because this kind of came up while you were talking um, mm-hmm. about, like, the, the your man wanting to be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, would you allow a man, another man, um, to help you do something for your fiance that wasn't in your family? Um, it depends. Like, would I hire a bail party planner to help me plan his birthday party type of thing? Is that what no, you mean? like let's say like one of your homeboys or whatever, and you wanted to let's say get your fiance a new car or something like that. Would you uh solicit a man to come help you with that? Um, I would, I would prefer that it like, if I, if it were, (laughs) okay. So my preference would be to recruit someone who knows him. So a friend of his, but also, you know, I I take into consideration that, you know, he was Muslim for a very long time. Like they don't really subscribe to the concept that you mingle too much with their friends. Like he if, if he had if he has already told me like if his family if a male family member came to our home that i couldn't let him in if he wasn't here mm. like he's very particular about that type of stuff so i don't know how comfortable he would be with me you know having to contact one of his friends and you know be meeting up with them to go do something for him um i don't know how comfortable he would be with that but i i, I would um solicit the help of a male to help me get something for him yeah okay okay yeah would Um, you would you (laughs) don't scare past that would you (laughs) okay let's go on on well um no ma'am so uh okay i know that he is very very particular about stuff Uh very 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 Oh, hey, babe. (laughs) See you later, babe. (laughs) Wait a minute, though. Particular in the sense that he wants to pick out his own stuff or particular in the sense that he would be cool with you getting somebody else to help? No, he is particular about, he's very detailed oriented. So, Will he tell you he ain't like something? Like if you got him a gift and he yeah, ain't like it? He it would now. I am good at reading body language and facial expressions and stuff like that. He's not gonna be rude about it, but he'd be like, like I can look at his face and tell when he doesn't like something. So, like, depending upon his reaction, I would know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I know him. So his reaction is very excitable when he likes stuff and his um, reaction when he doesn't like something is dry as a fucking powder house. So I can really tell he doesn't like anything, but he's very, very detailed oriented. So 
um, I would want to get him something that he wants. So a lot of the times it's hard to surprise him, especially if it comes down to tech um, stuff for his car. Like mm -hmm. he's very detailed and very particular about those things. Like for real, for real. So I wouldn't okay. pick out. I wouldn't, you know, unless pick out a gift that you knew. right. Yeah, um, like he wanted a what's it called? Not a a graphics card. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. And you know, I got a couple people. You know, um, my uh, habitual line stepper brothers. I got a couple of them that are into tech. Uh, so I solicited their help, and um, one of them was like, nah, don't buy that because he wouldn't want you to pay this, that, and the third amount. Mm -hmm. Then, now, outside of even paying that amount, um, it it was missing something. And so, oh, okay. he was like, don't get it. And then when I told Curlin about it, like, at the end, you know, like, mm -hmm. we ended up, I you decided it. you weren't going to get it. Right. When I told him about it, he was like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't buy that because I wanted this, 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 this. And I was okay. like, yeah. So he's really, really, really particular about that. So I see. See, my fiance, I, like in the beginning, I just I would pick out his gifts, but I consider myself to be a fairly good gift giver. Uh, I would get him stuff that, you know, I thought he would like, you know, watch like unique watches or, you know, jewelry and stuff like that. That was kind of um, nice. But more recently, he's been telling, like, he's been telling me what he wants. Um, like, I might have something else in mind, and he'll be like, you know, like he wanted um, an acoustic guitar. So he told me what he wanted. He wanted oh, a trumpet. He told me I want a trumpet. So, like, if, you know, I wouldn't have gotten those items without him telling me. And then I went into... Um, the music store and like had them kind of help me pick out something. He didn't tell me specifically which items he wanted, but he did tell me what he wanted. And I, I don't mind that because like I said, he, he gives me his card or like, I'll be like, babe, I want this because he will buy functional gifts. Otherwise, like, I don't want a function. I don't well, want a pair of tires. <laughs> yes. Or I don't want a Dyson. I mean, I want a Dyson, but that has to be a gift for the house. And it cannot be my birthday gift. Like uh, that, that just will not work. Um, so yeah, um, but it's it's good to know your man essentially. I'm speaking of which, I wanted to ask you if you've seen number one. More, most recently, Jada came out and said she wants to learn how to love, but then an article came out with Will Smith um, and GQ. And he talked a little, they asked him, of course, about everything with August. And he said that he felt like Jada got a lot of flack for that interview. And she, as if she was the only one who slept with people outside of their marriage and kind of essentially was saying, you know, they have an open marriage, which is what has kept their marriage together. So I wanted to know if you had heard of any of that and what your thoughts are on both of those issues. Okay, I'm going to read this super chat. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. Hey, Andy. He says, they're only after him because he ain't marketable anymore and for the, his catalog. Why the grown chicks that helped him don't do... do don't get penalized. Do don't mm. get penalized. Mm. Um, Andrew... We're going to talk about it. We don't yes. Yes. Um, Mr. Mr. Uh, Middleton, don't do that. <laughs> what is FTW? For the win. Oh, and, and no, no, for the lose. <laughs> Death word. Don't do that. 
Oh, I got but, you some tires for Christmas. <laughs> no, no, sir. No, you didn't. You can take them back. Um, that is not what I want, baby. Uh-uh. Now, keep in mind, your tires might be bald, but still. Yeah, you know we don't give a dang. Listen, we'll keep riding on them, but we want that nice Gucci purse. Come on, take them tires back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that part. Um, okay. Um, with them having an open marriage, I've heard that people who have open marriages, their marriages tend to last. Um, mm. they tend to last, I think, because people are actually more honest in an open marriage than you are in a monogamous one. Um, you're when you get married, you don't automatically stop being sexually attracted to other people. Um, or thinking somebody, and I'm not, and not to say that you would follow up on that, but I think when you get into a relationship, everybody expects the man or the woman to go completely blind. And I mm-hmm. think we kind of sell ourselves short, you know, on being humans or whatever, whatever. So I think they've been married longer than a lot of people have been married. Mm-hmm. Like they've lasted. And you know, I've heard deep things kind of come out of their camp, you know, as far as their relationship goes and um, yeah. like even relationship advice that they've received from somebody. I think Ruby D um, told Jada or Will, I think she told one of one or both yeah. that, yeah, they've been married for almost 20 years, but they don't really know each other. Now, I thought it was a little far fetched, but. Oh really? Her and uh Oxy Davis? Is that his yeah, name? but she I think said that. They, yeah. And you know, when you really think about marriage and really being in a relationship with somebody and you're really going through the ups and downs, ins and out of a person, they're going through your ups and downs, your traumas, your happiness, your sadness, your mood where you just don't feel like being bothered, your moods where you're really fucking clingy. Mm-hmm. Um Everything sometimes isn't all the way out in the open. Everybody will probably still come trying to come putting their best foot forward. Uh, people want to um, present the best versions of themselves. And so a lot of things you may not know the quirks or um, even as it pertains to other other people and how that dynamic works with everybody. Um, I kind of feel like we kind of go into fairy tale mode when we talk about relationships in monogamy to a certain mm-hmm. degree. I think um most people aren't able to be honest about those type of feelings and things, in my opinion. Um, so when she says she doesn't know how to love, I think it's a damn shame that she's got to 50, a whole marriage, two kids in all of this time and not understand how to love. You have a nationally syndicated talk show your mm-hmm. husband's been in um, all types of major movies and you say you don't know how to love. Um, I don't know. I, I I think it was just something for her to say. What do you think? Um, I think that, to be completely honest, as it relates to the first issue, um, I think that there's nothing wrong with having an open marriage. I think that relationships um, are customized to those two individuals. Um okay. I, I see absolutely nothing wrong with it. I think that if people are free to do what they want, I am cool with people having as many people in their bedroom as they want. My entire issue is just that honesty is involved in the relationship. Like I right. 
have a huge issue with um with you know being deceived in any way so even if let's say i enter into a relationship that's supposed to be monogamous and somehow in the middle of that relationship or during that relationship my partner changes his mind just be honest and upfront even if the original terms change just keep it real with me but regarding jada um I think that Jada, like other women, I think she's going to get flack for that comment. And I've already seen some people commenting on her making that comment. Um, Similar to Aisha Curry, I think Mm -hmm. that women have a problem feeling fulfilled. I think that women, as women, we go through different phases in life and men can't understand it because they're cool as a cucumber. Most times, you know, give them a beer, give them their TV or gaming system and leave them be. And they're content, whereas women are always searching for something more. I find it hard to believe that she's reached the age of 50 and does not know how to love. Maybe she's redefined what love means and or she feels like there's something more that she should be doing. But I think that she's entering into a new stage of life. And I think that, again, this is a situation of a woman not being being or feeling fulfilled. And I think we struggle with that. I think that is something that's very real. I think that is why so many women are opting out of marriage because we go through different phases. We're not the same person at 50 that we were when you married us at 30, you know, we're, we, we um, evolve, con- we're constantly evolving, um, which is why men feel like women aren't make things so complicated or are such complex creatures. Um, we're ever changing. And I think that she's going through a change. And that's kind of where that comment stemmed from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that we do go through changes, but do you think we go through a lot of changes when we haven't sought out a career first and then marriage? Um, I think that we change regardless. I think that it is inevitable. Like as women, um, we, we, we change like, we, you know, women, I know women who've been married. Oh my gosh. Women who married in their teens, who changed during the marriage, women who waited until they were in their thirties that also changed during the marriage. Like women evolve. I'm talking about like every decade. It's like, if there's a new you, when I look back on myself at this age, if I look back on myself 10 years ago, I wouldn't recognize who I was. I'm so different. Um, And that is like, that's just true to being a woman. But I think that understanding that um, helps you to stay grounded, helps you to stay centered. If you understand what it is and that we're ever evolving and that um, it's not him, he hasn't done anything wrong. Oftentimes it's um, your desire or uh, your desire or, um, your feelings of, of, of feeling, you know, unfulfilled um, that's causing you to feel like something is missing or there's some some big thing that you now need to conquer, which for her would be learning how to love. Okay. Well, yeah, so, tell Solomon to go get it, okay? Okay. All right, thank you. Okay. Um, well, are you ready to dive off? (laughs) Baby, we about to dive in. You hear me? Let's do it. Well, shout out to Andrew. He says, O'Shea did a video stating Daz said on a podcast that Jada dated the Criss Cross member who died when he was 15 and she was 22. 
Um, I saw that. Is Me Too coming for her? Is Me Too coming for her? <laughs> That's what I uh, need to know. Probably not, but you know, um, just to kick it off, just mm -hmm. to kick it off, mm -hmm. um, we have definitely seen women in some of these screwy situations, and nobody that's an eye. Nobody. Um, I did kind of want, oh, wait a minute, we got one more. Shout out to Andrew. Um, Andrew says Jada even said on Keenan Ivory Wan's talk show that Will ain't her type and it's a surprise she got with him. Mm -hmm. She could to the core. She said that a couple times throughout the years. She hasn't shied away from the fact that um, she thought Will was corny when um, whoever, I can't think of who it was, tried to hook them up that she was like, no, that corny dude from Fresh Prince. Oh, no, she was not feeling it. Yeah, um, I think that's kind of messed up, though, um, that, you know, it's it's I guess it's one thing for a guy not to be your type, but then mm -hmm. to get on TV and, and almost act like you settled or um, mm. like Will Smith isn't one of the biggest, greatest freaking actors that the black community right. for black people and that he was uh, not out in the streets getting shot up like too. Right. Oh, don't do it. Very so stand-up man. But let me ask you, yeah. because the interesting thing is Jada said that about Will, and Will said Will was married to Cherie when he came into contact with Jada, and he said he knew Jada was his soulmate. So he felt the opposite. He felt like I have to have her. He was married and he felt like this is that is my one. Um, but I want to know, do you think that um for uh, so do you think that the issue is just the fact that she said it publicly or that because I'm all about honesty in a relationship. Like I tell my fiance, I've told him that um, like I didn't really think that he was my type during our first date um, just because I thought he was stuffy. So I don't mind like, you know, I, it's not like to shame him. He's the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. But um, I'm not I don't mind being open about that. I wouldn't um it's not that I'm like so big on image in this that and the third but certain aspects of my relationship um mm -hmm. I do believe it's for me and him it's like mm -hmm. certain aspects and um you know to tell well who was interested first you know y'all know I um hit him up you know just to add him as a friend and you know we started talking no I didn't know that okay okay tell it then Whatever I said this on a relationship. I've never heard show. you say that. Yes, you did. And I must have just those... been paying, not paying as close attention. That's the problem. You don't be paying me no attention. You no, you know I'm trying. Yeah, multitasking. But that's so cute. Okay, shoot your shot. Yeah, you. just to um add him as a friend, and we've been mm -hmm. pretty cool. We were pretty cool for about a year or so. So when we finally met, it was just on and popping. But. Okay. Yeah, I think, you know, it's like, oh, I, I wasn't really interested in him. He was just chasing me around. And mm -hmm. it kind of gives like, the air. It kind of gives the air of, like, yeah, I settled for him because he was. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. okay. That screwy, though. Well, let's 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 get off into this. The black community's love hate relationship with. Predators, pedos, chestas, whatever you want to call them. 
Yes. Um, we're going to talk about it tonight and we're going to try to keep it as PG as possible because I want to keep this stream up. So, um, you know, we're going to talk about it, but make sure that we're using appropriate terminology and we use the term assault instead of the R word. And um, I think predators is cool. Okay. I think predators is cool too. So we'll talk about predators. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you want to um, kick it off? Well, I want to ask you, why do you think we have a love-hate relationship with predators? Why do I think we have a love-hate relationship with predators? I think that we have a, um, like, okay, let me ask, because that question can be taken two ways. Why do I think in the sense that why do Black people have a love-hate relationship with predators? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Okay. Um, I think that it stems from the fact that um, we employ cognitive dissonance when um, someone that we love or revere or admire is accused of committing a heinous act, we're unable to see them in that light. Um, I have a guy that um, I dated when I was younger he was like, I was a kid, <laughs> just kind of like a oh, little cute puppy love type of thing. Um, and we grew up like pretty close to one another and we're friends for a very long time. And um, we dated and then he like was dating this other girl and she she was actually older than both of us. Um, by quite a few years, she was older than him and he started dating her and, you know, she was more advanced. So he ended up being with her. And um later on down the line when i moved here to georgia he lived here so we just were friends like um i knew his mom i um knew his little sisters eventually like i started babysitting for his mom and stuff so i went to uh, just kind of speed this up okay so i went to see his mom he was there um hey how you doing just kind of like stopping by um shortly thereafter after me arriving he um he did away with his wife and um you know really? she, how? yeah i'm trying not to say like i don't want the stream to get flagged but you know he it, he resulted in he ended her life so oh wow yeah um and it was hard for me originally to see him in that light he like contacted me and was like it didn't happen you know she passed away from something else and yada 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 and like i was like believing it despite the fact that i knew a lot of people who knew her and was saying otherwise but i like was choosing to believe him because i didn't want to see him as a monster it was very difficult for me to see him in that light and i think black people struggle with seeing someone they love and they know or they revere um, in that negative light so they employ cognitive dissonance so that they don't have to face the reality of what that person did um i think you bring about some really 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 good points um i think it is a bit of that um i think it's a lot of cognitive dissonance um I had some real, real good thought processes about this, but you know how you will talk about it and then you forget your thoughts. That's where I'm at right Girl, now. Girl, I was on fire this morning and now I'm kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, but I think that they have a love-hate relationship with, with it. Um, I think they 
nobody wants to ever say that they love somebody who's done something so heinous. But um, we kind of boost people up in our heads. Like we have a, what do you call it? Like a, a fantasy of what we think people are or who we perceive them to be. They're this fantasy of who we actually perceive them to be. If you have a guy like Jay-Z, and Jay-Z's 25, and he's sleeping with a 16-year-old Foxy Brown, um, Jay-Z has made some of the greatest albums. He's in a lot of people's top five. Um, big out. Al- Wait a minute. Why is he saying... Oh, oh, wow. Um, No, definitely not that. <laughs> it was someone, like I said, a puppy love from my childhood. Hey, man, why would you write that in the chat, though? Don't do that. He crazy. Definitely not that situation. It was just, like I said, someone that I grew up with. And I, it was hard for me to view him as, as the monster that he is. Yeah. But when you have somebody like Jay-Z, who's wrote all these rap songs and he's... um pushed himself to fame. He's married Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, he has married somebody that's at the top of her game. If people came out and was like Jay-Z uh, molested child children or Jay-Z was also messing with Aaliyah, nobody would still have anything to say because of his status. I think we're addicted to money and status and what it an opulence. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're addicted to it to a point to where if somebody did do something, we ain't going to do shit. We know we ain't going to do shit. Um, mm-hmm. R. Kelly, the fact that R. Kelly married Aaliyah, him, her mom signed off on it or her family signed off on it. Mm-hmm. Nobody batted an eye. He was still able to go on and create a, a whole entire slew of sex mm-hmm. tapes. When you saw the sex tape and the girl was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Nobody blinked an eye, or if we blinked the eye, we didn't blink too long. Yeah. Um, and it was right back to I believe I can fly, and this man's a musical mm-hmm. genius, and he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and women still showing at up at, at his concerts to support him. Yeah. All those allegations that came out. Um, people don't believe that a person with money has to do anything um to obtain sex or um they have to do anything to get sex. Sometimes well, it's not about them just getting sex, but actually having power over a person. And true. I think that's where we get it kind of confused too. But mm-hmm. um, we have a really, really screwed up relationship. I think part of it is opulence and success and fame. Mm-hmm. I think the other part is if a person's charismatic, oh, well, he's he's got swag. He's like this. Uh mm-hmm. He's this, that, and the third. Um, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty wild. I think it's really, really wild. I agree um, with that. But what do you think about? Okay, because yes, I can understand your response in relation to like entertainers or famous people. But like, what about like uh, on a more um, intimate level? When we think about like our own family members, there's a there's a notion that black people protect um even like the 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 um disgusting uncle or you know what i mean like the creepy uncle what do you why do you think that you know what do you think that stems from 
Say your question one more time. I'm sorry. Oh, so like just relating it to like more intimate relationships, like there's a notion that black people, black families protect the creepy uncle. Why do you think that is? Um, because most people don't want to um actually break down the family structure. Um, it's actually a thing of embarrassment. Um, it's hurtful. So when, and then let the man, don't let the man have been actually doing something to contribute to that actual family structure. Like, let's say he was, he had a job and he was working and he was handling this business and he was um, helping take care of whatever um, going on within that family structure, or mm -hmm. he was uh, whatever type of guy back in the day. And he was a ladies man and he was um, smart and he was whatever, whatever. I think we want to kind of box people and say, okay, well, if they're a sexual predator, they just weren't ever good for anything. And of course we're seeing that that's not the case, but I think that um, women choose to overlook that because, um, because the man is able to provide something. I think that's mm -hmm. why a lot of women overlook it. I'm still trying to figure out why women, why men overlook women um, sexually assaulting them. But um, what about men? Because do you think that it's only women that overlook like the predators? Because I don't see men calling them out and or identifying them within black communities. Mm -hmm. You know what was crazy? When the R. Kelly thing came out and that he was, uh, that there were boys involved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then I heard men say, cancel R. Kelly. It's time to cancel him now. And I'm like, well, damn, you know, you, you, you didn't care. Like when he was messing with this 14 year old or he was hanging out of the high schools, y'all didn't care then. Um, mm -hmm. But we're at a place now where I think people get away with it so much just because we don't have the same type of protections that we used to. And before y'all get on our ass about, oh, what do you mean by protection? You remember, and you, you came from a big family. So if you got into it with somebody and you called your brothers, you knew your brothers was going to come and set that shit off. Every time. You knew it. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up with my siblings. Mm -hmm. um, my siblings stayed separately, you know, with my dad and I stayed mm -hmm. with my mom and, you know, I had a disabled sister. So You're right. basically everything that I had to do, I had to fight for myself. Um, I had to defend my, defend myself. So I, you know, I, at a very early age, I had to, you know, just kind of get on with it, but it leaves you susceptible to a lot because people will, you live in a neighborhood, people get to know your family, people will watch your house. And I actually stayed in a hood area in New York. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I stayed in Brooklyn, New York. I grew up in Coney Island um, for the most part. Mm -hmm. So growing up in Coney Island and people watching you, people will make a victim of you because they know you don't have any protection. After my right. grandma died and you can see it's only women in a household and especially within a certain area, you know, it's, it's, it's not the same type of thing as it once was when you knew um, somebody had brothers and sisters and or um, family that was crazy as hell and you knew you would get it if you did something to them. Right. It's not that same thing anymore. So I think that leaves a lot of people susceptible too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I did have a question for you though. Uh, what's the question? Okay. Um, is there redemption 
for sexual predators? Um, yeah. Um, as it relates to sexual predators, I think that, um, let me see, men or people who possibly, <laughs> I say possibly because um, one thing that science shows or statistics show is that not science, but statistics show is that a lot of sexual predators were victims of, um, uh, of assault. Can't um, say that though. You can't talk about, you can't talk about a man that was victimized himself. Right. Because it, society just looks at, well, you know, they well, have an obli obligation and responsibility to get themselves checked. Well, and when I say, that they were victims of assault that and even when I talk about men, you know, they, they could have been a victim of assault by an older woman, you know, um, assaulting them and exposing them to things way before their time, before they were mature enough to, you know, even rationalize what, um, the act was. So I think that possibly, I think that th with treatment that there is a possibility However, it depends on how depraved you are. Like, and it depends. Like, it's not for everybody. It's not. It, I, I really believe that it has to be a case by case basis. Um, I think that you know, the a person. Uh, it has to be case by case. I can't simply just give a blanketed answer. I know people who are well who have been um, convicted of a crime of uh, assault or um, really like statutory and they still have to uh, uh, adhere to and it might be a, a two years difference two or three years difference between them and the person that they were with but they still are have the same requirements as someone who did a violent act on someone um, would have to adhere to um, so in a situation like that Absolutely, that person can be, you know, re redeemed. Um, so I just think that it's a case by case basis. Uh, I think for the most part, most of them, absolutely not. But I think that there are some people who um, have been. And, and in addition, I think that there are so many nuances to each and every situation. Sorry, uh, when you look at um, R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. versus like a Bill Cosby, just two mm -hmm. different situations. Um, you know, if we could add, there's so many other people who have been accused of the same, uh, you know, from Trey Songs. Uh, there was a recent situation of just harass, an allegation of harassment with um, Cuomo. So I think that there are, we, it's, it would be, um, we would be, remiss to lump all of these situations in together and just give one general answer. I really think it depends upon the individual situation. Okay. Think about this and take this mm -hmm. into consideration. Nicki Minaj's husband was convicted of assault. Assault. Mm -hmm. Convicted, served time. Um, he did all that. They come to find out that Nikki and her husband have been harassing um, the lady who uh, had him convicted. Nikki posed with him proudly in a picture um, a couple days after that news went public. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that Tasha Kay went on her platform and said, well, 
you know what? He served his time. Oh, wait, what? She did? Yes, she did. She served his time. Um, Nobody should have anything to say. There is a guy Mm. in the the manosphere or outside of the manosphere because people going to say, well, he ain't in the manosphere. Okay. There is a guy named Hardcore Right. Mm -hmm. Hardcore Tito was convicted of -hmm. sexual assault. Um, Black Ram interviewed him and everybody tried to brush that shit under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm not going to say everybody because I want to say that B1 actually called it out, but it was crazy because everybody was like, oh, well, yeah. And, you know, they tried to brush that shit under the rug. And it was just, you know, it was a weird thing to me because I'm like, okay, it does not seem like we're on one accord as far as people who've done it, um, who's done it in the past, um, mm-hmm. the people that are actually accused of it. Um, we're trying to make like people who are actually accused but not guilty. Um, we lump them all together. If there's an accusation, yes. and that is my problem, and that leads to my next question, but I want to let you finish your point before well, my question before you, um, before I go. Well, let me read you super chat. Shout out to Michael Mitro, thank you so much for the super sticker. And shout out to Andy. He says, remember when Aaliyah and Kelly took pics in, a, in Mickey Mouse clothing? Mm. Hmm. Don't don't get me started on that. You know I'm conspiracy mm. theorist. Um, he said, D- Disney programs, these stars, search the pics and what Kells is wearing is shocking. Um, thank you, Andy. Uh, very good point. But I want to say that you brought up a... Um, good point about the fact of we there's one um, accusations and then there are people that have been proven guilty in a court of law um as for me um i am of the mindset that um i still want to scrutinize and have the actual details of the evidence that was provided because we know for black men in this country that um you know, that that they don't have, you don't have to make a strong case for any crime for someone to be convicted. So um, I say all that to say, um, there is a, especially now, we are in what I like to refer to as, uh, we're in a different time period. It's like the Me Too era where there are so many people in entertainment mm-hmm. that have, had accusations from Tavis Smiley, mm-hmm. Matt Lauer, uh, like I said, both of the Cuomo brothers, which uh, one is in politics and one is in entertainment. Um, you know, of course, you have Weinstein, uh, Trump. You there's so many people. Um, uh, Chris Brown, Trey Songs, like the the list. Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> the list is. It's so long of people that have had accusations and for some reason and most of the black women that I come into contact with, and maybe it's because it's a sensitive thing for them, but most of them seem to, you seem to be um, guilty um, by, you know, the fact that by sheer fact that there's an accusation, they seem to automatically want to mute you, cancel you and the verdict before the verdict is ever in. 
Um, and I wanted to know what your thoughts are on that. Like, is it fair for us to, you know, call call for someone to be canceled? And I'm not talking about the R. Kelly situation per se, because there's been years of evidence that have been <laughs> mounting as it relates to R. Kelly. But just in general, when there is an accusation, you know, prior to any issue, you know, should proof be required? Should a case have to be proven or should we simply just believe all women? I would say if a person is actually convicted on a crime like that, mm-hmm. then I think you have, you have, uh, you've let the court do their job. You've, the justice system has worked. I would say let the court do their job and go according to that. Um, when I've heard, uh, I've heard allegations um, from someone from this sector um, being accused of that, um, you know, it was kind of shocking because you're like, oh, hell no. Nah. And you don't want to believe anything like that. But then you, you're like, what if it's true? You know, like, what if that shit is true? You can't say what you think somebody's capable of or not capable of because you don't know. Mm-hmm. But if a person comes and they say, you know, and a person sounds shaky and spotty and this, that, and the third, and, you know, everybody is like, oh, no, that person did it or um, something without proof or something that wasn't like a case or something, you know, something that wasn't a person, if a person wasn't convicted, then I'm damn sure not going to convict them because I would never want to falsely accuse somebody of that because we know what kind of ramifications that will have. So I would never want to falsely accuse anybody of that. Um, And I would want somebody to actually be convicted before I would actually say that, you know what, that person's guilty of that shit. That's what they did. I know they did it. Um, I would rather it be a conviction before we actually, before I would put a label on it. Um, And for me, to be completely honest, uh, like I said, um, a conviction alone and Queen of the South, I understand that there are, you know, the allegations um, are completely different, you know, depending upon uh, what person, which is what I stated early on. I said that every situation is just completely different. Um, And as a result, that's why I said we can't generalize and for me, I won't be answering questions like just giving a general answer to my questions because I think that you know each case needs to, needs to be viewed on its own merit. Um, some involve you know just harassment, some involve assault, some involve you know violence uh, in addition to some of the other things. So yes, I agree with you as it relates to that. But um, for me, I think that you know a court conviction is not enough for me. Because you I've don't seen, think so? Absolutely not. Um, I've seen wow. too many. I don't. I don't trust the unjustice system. Um, I, for, for example, uh, and sometimes the court conviction can be in line with what I feel. Um, but I want to look at and follow the case closely and read the case files myself, which is what I did for Cosby's situation. Um, and I felt differently than most people regarding Cosby's situation. Differently in the sense that um, he was wrongfully convicted. Um, that has nothing to do with his guilt or innocence. The fact that they used a um, sealed sealed transcript from a deposition 
was was in error. They should not have done that. That cost them the case. And that's why it was overturned. And I felt like that was railroading him. And I completely disagreed with that. So for that reason, I wasn't going to stand behind what the courts did. And the court, we see the courts get it wrong all the time. So a conviction does alone um, is not what I hinge my feelings on. Um, I want to review the evidence myself and, you know, make my um, determination uh, based on, you know, what I'm able to review because I, I don't trust, I don't trust the injustice system. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I guess I would say I would rather a conviction versus um, somebody just being accused and saying this about a person. Mm -hmm. um, I notice, like if a person gets accused, we are already looking like when there's smoke, there's fire. And we automatically, I think most people automatically get a thought in their head. Right. Mm -hmm. um, what you're saying that you don't trust the injustice system, which I find mm -hmm. interesting because like earlier this month, when it came down to Mercedes Moore, you were saying that the man should have went through the color system, through the justice. Yes. System. Do you remember what I said in relation to that? I said to be subjected to, because it's the only system we have. I specifically said, I understand that it's not impartial, that it is not fair, but it's the only system that we have. So he should have to utilize the same system that I have to utilize if someone does me wrong. Um, you, you don't oh, get to okay. uh, results of street justice just because you don't like the outcome of our system. Do you? Okay. Then it comes down to what we think is morally wrong and morally correct. And um, instances where we feel like it's necessary to use the justice system versus when it, when the justice system ain't going to do shit. Right? No, no, no. That's not so what I'm you saying. You use the justice system in every case in most in, in everything that you go through and let's say somebody wronged you or your family you would use the justice system what i'm saying is i don't trust the system but it's what we have so we have to utilize it but the system gets it wrong and if it only got it wrong one time within my lifetime that's one too many times because that's someone's life um, that's at stake so for me, yes, I'm going to use the system, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to always agree with the outcome that comes from the system is what I'm saying. So I don't I always you. agree, but sometimes it's like, yeah, you know what? Um, uh, I agree. Um, but oftentimes I'm questioning it and I want to review it for myself. Um, I am an investigator by nature. I am also, my career requires me to complete investigations. Um, I would rather review the uh, information at hand because I don't trust them, especially when it comes to melanated people, you know, being just in the decisions that are handed down. Oh, okay. I'm not going to say that I would use the justice system every time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. I don't think I, if it, if it's something that um, didn't, wasn't har physically harmful Mm -hmm. um, to me and my family, I would be cool with the justice system, mm -hmm. but, um, like harm to my children or my family. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I understand I, that. I, I mean, yeah. It. 
of course. Yeah. Don't, I mean, yeah, I, I typically, you know, uh, listen, <laughs> I understand that. Uh, yeah, that's and, where I was going with it. Yeah, no, no, no. I was saying if, okay, someone like that situation regarding Mercedes, someone I feel wronged me or got over on me regarding money, uh, that, which was an allegation, someone stole from me. Um, then I'm going to resort to the only system that we have in this country. That makes um, sense. Yeah, but like yeah. in certain situations, you know, <laughs> hey. Um, but interestingly enough, I saw that um, Queen of the South had put something in the chat when she was saying about um, Petty, that he was also convicted of manslaughter and did nine years. To be completely honest, I am more apt to reserve my opinion on a charge like that than I am of assault because in some situations you're justified. Is it a situation of my life or your life? Is it a situation of my child or, you know, or your life? Is it a situation where you are a threat to my loved ones or someone that is innocent? So I would have to know the facts of a situation like that before I pass judgment on someone who um, took someone's life. Mm, you ready to drop the link? Yeah, I have so much more, but um, let's go ahead and drop it. And uh, I will incorporate it in the conversation. Um, I do want to know, though, like while we're talking, one a, a lot of what I saw was in relation to R. Kelly's music and request to, of course, mute R. Kelly. R. Kelly is definitely canceled now. He's been convicted. We are never, ever, ever listening to r kelly again what say you uh okay why i can't okay uh i'm I'm struggling real quick okay um i've heard people say that being that r kelly is um he's uh the music is going into some type of account to pay his victims off that bam they can do that you know like uh people are still heard that. The music um, I've heard people say things like that. I heard people say they weren't ever going to stop listening to R. Kelly's music. Um, what I wanted to know from you is, oh, I asked you first. Oh, oh okay. What you Why are you going to continue to listen? I don't know. Let me answer first then. <laughs> okay. So R. Kelly has written or produced 324 songs for some of the greatest musicians in the entire world. From Michael Jackson to B2K to um, everybody who, uh, who you can think of, like R. Kelly has Mariah Carey to Maxwell to Changing Faces, Sparkle, any, you know, some of the uh, um, um, Trey songs, uh, Chris Brown, um, he has uh, Drake, um, he has influenced some of uh, Bryson Tiller, recent music, Casey and JoJo, um, I think Mary J. Blige, like there's almost nobody who you, Britney freaking Spears, um, who you would consider a great musical artist that R. Kelly has not worked with and or and when I'm listing his name, the songs that he has um, contributed to for these people have been some of their top songs, some, some of their number one hits. Like you people who say that they're never going to listen to R. Kelly, that they're <laughs> muting R. Kelly 
and never want to listen to or um, uh, stream any music that he has ever been affiliated with are lying. So yep. But this is the problem. Wait a minute, big truck. Wait a minute. This is well, the problem. This okay. It's, it's next to impossible to do. Um, I'm not going to pretend. I'm just going to give my answer, Danny, and I'll let you go. Um, I'm not going to even pretend that I'm going to. I like to be honest. Um, I'm from the Midwest. R. Kelly has always been my favorite artist. If you look at my playlist, nothing but R. Kelly music. Like, oh my God. I'm talking about like every album. Uh, probably 75% of the music in my playlist is R. Kelly. Um, I'm not going to stop listening to him. Um, I do know how to differentiate the artist from um, the person from his art, his or her art. If we are going to start excluding people that have been accused of and or um, have, you know, engaged in any kind of assault, there are like, are, are we not watching Boys in the Hood anymore? Nothing that Weinstein's company has produced. Are you not watching CNN until they fire Cuomo? Like, it's all, it's, it's almost impossible to do. And I think that it's a good argument that women like to make it seem like they're standing in solidarity with other women. Um, I don't want anybody to be victimized, but at the same time, I'm not going to pretend that I'm not going to listen to R. Kelly's music because I am. Um, I ha I'm planning a wedding and R. Kelly will be played. Okay. Well, let me let me say this. I think that when we all have attitudes like this, I think that's part of the problem. If we're still able to see them as great artists and um, producers and um, not hold them to account. When we say we hold people accountable and we want to hold people accountable, that means um, you punish somebody even if it hurts you to a certain degree and not listening to R. Kelly's music or um, doing anything with R. Kelly is not going to hurt us. The fact of the matter is this man has sexually assaulted how many freaking people? This man mm. was actually convicted. And when you say, okay, well, you know, um, I, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm an R. Kelly fan. I was. But I, I'm not going to sit here in front like I don't feel some type of way because this man has went around and touched fucking girls and boys. Um, we've had plenty of people who've touched uh, children. And when the black community says that we care about kids, no, we don't. We don't give a fuck about these kids. Um, we give a fuck about our own pleasure. I think if we came to terms and were honest about what we really give a fuck about we all be in better position but i don't think we really care or really have any empathy because we know that if we are watching these movies if we're playing this music if we're supporting these people these people still get paid their families still get paid these people still eat off the um the money that we put into it so that's where well, I'm let, let me respond to that because um, I, I, it's impossible to mute R. Kelly. Like I just said, he's contributed to 324 songs. So to even pretend that you're going to do that is to me a farce. However, um, I, like I, I, he has R. Kelly's um, victims. I don't know that everybody he was accused of victimizing is a vi that I would view them as a victim. No, I do, do believe that. One, right? well, let me let me um, finish. I do believe that oh, he has victimized 
people. Um, but I don't believe that everybody that he's accused of victimizing is a victim. I think that some of them came out on top. They got paid for 10, 15 years. In addition, some of the women were of age that he was accused of victimizing. So, um, you know, did you engage in just deplorable acts with someone that was of age that is now using this opportunity to capitalize? Possibly. I don't know. But what I do know is that I, I have the ability to say I appreciate R. Kelly's music and I could still feel like he's disgusting, he's a scumbag, and he needs some serious help. I have the ability to, to discern between who he is as a person and me liking his music and understanding that um, you know, what he contributed in music is great, in my opinion. If we are saying we're not going to listen to that, we're just uh, in, in support of children everywhere. And uh, we want to stand together and, and ensure that, you know, we are uh, forming this united front, then we need to do it across the board when it comes to entertainment. And in that case, we might as well stop engaging in entertainment because there's so much predator or accusations of predatory behavior throughout the entertainment industry and almost every facet of entertainment that you can't even literally uh get through a day of watching tv without coming across many of people like it's like six degrees of separation when you talk about um these entertainers or people who are involved in entertainment and the allegations of predatory behavior that are being put that's being put out there so our pleasure is worth more than them fucking kids uh, no, because me listening exactly to it, how does right. that hurt? How, do, how does that's why I understand what you're talking about? I want to know though, uh, how does me listening to his music hurt children? It See, doesn't because thing. he's in jail. But 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 when the and uh, okay, if I, and in that I, case, oh. we got to stop wearing Nikes because they got kids in sweatshirts exactly. uh, making oh, Nikes like oh. we can't pick and choose. But, but like, that's, 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 that's a good wait analogy a minute, too. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Concrete. I'm not sitting here pointing a finger at you because I'm guilty of the shit too. But yep. I'm saying all of us in society are guilty of the same shit. If we're saying that we're still supporting these people, we're still supporting them, and you're saying, well, how does that help kids? Well, um, we knew about Aaliyah. We knew about the uh, other uh, 14. Uh, I was a kid, girls. too. I was younger than Aaliyah. So, so what I'm saying to you is these are things that we knew about and we continue to support him, which made him more money, which allowed him to continue to do these things. We didn't. And, and like I said, we care about our own pleasure. Who the hell is that in the background with that goddamn noise? That's big okay. truck. Big that truck is. in the shower. Always truck. Always truck. But I'm sitting there and I'm saying to myself, like, if we we say one thing on one hand, oh, my gosh, you got to protect kids. And then on the other hand, oh, step in the name of love. Like, what do we do? We don't give yeah, a fuck. You'll never hear me saying that, kids. though. You'll but never we, hear me saying that. I, I advocate for me, children. Go ahead. To me, it, it to me. If we advocate for children and we're we're a hundred percent behind children who have been exploited and sexually assaulted, and we know this, we know this for facts at this point, and then we say, you know what, um, he got three hundred and twenty-four songs. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's thousands, millions of songs out now. We mm -hmm. could avoid those three hundred and twenty-four. Actually, um, actually, we could stop watching certain movies if a person did that, but we're not wanting to um, actually have a certain type of discipline to do that. And I, I get it, but I call bullshit on it. 
I but do. that's what I'm saying though. Like I, you'll never hear me make the argument that I, that, you know, um, in order and, and I, that you'll never hear me make the argument that in order for us to, um, to, to unite against predators that the way to do it is to ensure that we never listen to their music or par that we never partake in the art that they've given us i think that i don't understand how that benefits children us partaking in the art if he's behind bars that's not putting him into a position better position for him to take advantage of other children in addition to that i, I think that like we it's it's next to impossible like literally if that's the case we need to not purchase any products from nestle like there are so like it, it's it like um, what is it? Predatory behavior is throughout throughout our society. Predatory. We live like we have first world problems. However, like we benefit from predatory behavior and companies who employ children and um, are breaking child labor laws and, you know, have children working from sun up to sundown and who are, you know, um, we, we benefit in so many ways that we wouldn't even realize from the clothes that we wear. Like if that's the case, then, you know, let, let's also advocate for people who are being scalped in other countries and their hair being shaved off to make weaves. Like, I, I feel like it's just a farce to say, oh, we want to be these good upstanding people. And, and the way to do that is to ensure that you never partake in any art that he's contributed to. There, there are, I can pinpoint a million different ways in which you may be benefiting from predatory behavior against someone else, and including I children. Not you, not you, Danny. Well, I'm just well, saying, well, I'm just going to jump. I absolutely uh, agree with you. Well, I'm going to read these super chats and I'm going to let you write on in. Shout out to Sean up in this thing. Sean says, I don't trust the justice system, but I trust the Constitution. Sean, what the hell? No, I agree with him. And, but the justice system does not always uphold the Constitution, unfortunately. That part. Shout out to Larry Rogers Jr. up in that thing. He says Fox and CNN both conveniently ignored it. So has me too. Lifetime and sadly, a lot of Black female content creators. Are we really distrusting as long as you're down with the culture and turn your hat backwards? Hashtag 600 plush, hashtag DJ kid, hashtag we're too nice. Um, thank you so much thank for you, that, Larry. Uh, I know I missed one because shit, I, I did. Missed two, two. Yeah, I, I'm about to go. I'm going back. There we go. Shout out to American Negro. He says Elvis was screwing his 13 year old girlfriend and wedded her at 14. I'm going to speak on that. We knew about that. that. That's true. Did I miss another one? I get zero. I can get okay. another. Did you, you already get that one from Bro Carlo? Did you get no, no, no. I'm, I'm still scrolling down, but I, I think there was one from zero. That I, yeah, there was one from zero that I missed. Zero, you said something about concrete being a Keisha. Hold on. Oh, oh. Okay, this is what he said. He said, a "Shout out to zero. He said, "This is the concrete we need." <laughs> lawyer Keisha mode. Concrete oh, wow. should only speak from lawyer Keisha mode perspective. Also, bad bitch air grabs while talking is necessary. You know how you grab the air and be like, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. Shout out to my dude Platt up in this thing. What up, Platt? He says, uh, Platt says, step in the name of love, body calling, kill, doing 
the prison two-step now. Uh, Did you see wow. where Kells hit up a dude on Instagram? Oh, no. He finna gone another. Oh. Tiny, it's not surprising or shocking. Thank you, Platt. Uh, you know how 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 they getting down there? Mm. Mm. R. Kelly, uh, down for whatever. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to my baby daddy. He says personally, I cut him off after the after that first tape. Continuing to listen grows his bag, which furthers his reach, which creates more opportunity, which creates more opportunists, the parents, and or victims, the mm. underage. How does that happen while he's in jail? Like, exactly, are, people, are, are guards going to be bringing their children to the jail? Like, how would that you happen? He's serving you know, yeah, yeah, all of a right, sudden, yeah. everybody becomes a lawyer. You guys are avoiding what, what Sister George well, is. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. Are well, we allowed to speak more. yet? I got, I, more. I got one more. Yeah, just because I came more. in first. Okay. Shout out to Brother Roger, long live habitual line steppers. He says, if you're going to boycott, at least start with non-black people. They are very comfortable boycotting if the boycotts boycott start, and mm. especially if it stops with black men. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you so much. And we got our customary cash app from Kick Clouds. He says, Stop listening to whack ASSRB. Uh, Kick Clouds, put me on to someone from the West Indies who's even remotely close to kills, and I'll listen to them. Thank you. I wish I could. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, C. Okay. Rose, um, the, uh, I, I have to say, I really agree with the point that C. Rose made. Um, I was born in the 80s. If I were going to start canceling every single entertainer, actor, musician, rapper, uh, uh, corporate businessman and everybody else who I've benefited from who's either committed a crime, been accused of committing a crime, or convicted of committing a crime, well, I'd have a very boring life because I wouldn't really have anything to watch on television, nor would I have any movies, nor would I have anything to listen to as music. And I think it's ridiculous. I think it's um, a lot of hypocrisy that goes into it with these people who act as if all of a sudden they find out that somebody commits some crime. So all of a sudden, all of the stuff that they've been enjoying from that person is the worst thing in the world and they can't do it anymore and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not going to stop listening to R. Kelly. I'm not going to stop listening to Michael Jackson. I'm not going to stop watching the Cosby show or anything else that he created. It's not going to happen. Now, as far as this whole thing about uh, R. Kelly um, uh, and his conviction... R. Kelly was convicted on exploitation of a child, kidnapping, bribery, sex trafficking, and violation of the Man Act. Nowhere in there is there a rape charge. And oh. my thing about it is just like you point out, Concrete, Nike exploits children, Adidas exploits, a whole number Nestle. of companies that I directly benefit from exploit children but in my opinion a lot of that is not really exploitation because if you really go to most of these countries they ain't got nothing else but that company to make some money and the only other option they have is selling themselves or dying in a life of drugs and crime so we here in america are so privileged that we just you know ignore all of that and we just call these people exploiters but the bottom line is i don't see real evidence there. They convicted him 
on sex trafficking and the Mann Act and bribery and kidnapping. Now, I don't even believe, based on what I saw, he was kidnapping anybody. These women were lined up to be in R. Kelly's house to be the next R. Kelly. The same story repeated itself with Bill Cosby. These women were lined up to be the next Miss Bill Cosby or to be with Bill Cosby. These women were lined up in most of these cases. This is not like... you. He, R. Kelly did not throw a woman in his trunk or drug her and take her from one location to another location. That is not what happened. So there's no rape charge. They've got no sexual molestation charges. What they got him on was kind of akin to being the RICO Act being used against him for sleeping with some groupies. That's what I see. So as far as his music, there's a couple of songs I like. I'm still going to listen to it. I could give a shit. And I think everybody else who's trying to act all high and mighty and trying to act like they're woke and all this, I think these people are fakes. They're major cappers. And if you really were able to look into their history, most of them are criminals too. Mm. Let me say one thing really quickly. For all of those who are canceling R. Kelly, you better not have no Cardi or Nikki in your playlist either. Thank you. Thank you. And, and Jada, Jada sleeping with underage boys <laughs> and then and they're not prosecuting her ass. <laughs> so you see, you see, this is what we're dealing with. Nikki it's a double standard witness, witness tampering, and Cardi admitted, I mean, Cardi like was drugging drugging people niggas. Yeah. So, so the bottom line is you see the double standard, you see the lies, you see the fake wokeness. These people are fakes. I don't give a shit. These people are fakes and they're hypocrites. So we basically do things for our own pleasure and fuck the rest. And would you say we're, that we're, we're carnivores? That's what we do. We kill things and eat them. Yeah, so we're a hypocritical ass society, right? There you it's go. Oh yeah, that, yeah medium, right? said that. So then, there you go. Okay, it, it, if we're coming to this realization now, then what the hell is the point of having any morals or empathy or sympathy for somebody when it's not a real thing? I don't think that you should not have morals. If we're a moralist society, we would have mm -hmm. mayhem every, like throughout all day and night. No one would adhere to any rules or regulations. However, as it, and when you talk about, um, like, I think that people display empathy different. Like, you, one person could say, I'm just, I'm, I'm empathizing with the victims by not listening to him. One, another person could say, I'm empathizing with the victims by giving to the GoFundMe. I'm empathizing to the victims by watching the documentary of their story. I'm empathizing with the victims. I reading their books like you know empathy can be displayed in a multitude of ways it can be displayed in a multitude of ways but the only thing it can't be the only thing that can't be done is um stop fucking with the artists or stop fucking with people that harm our kids or stop um like cutting those people off that's the only thing that we can't do is just cut those people off no no that's not that's not true that's not the only thing that we can't do because there are people who have already said that they're taking steps to do that empathy is how you individual like when we're talking about empathy as in this situation it'll be how you independently decide to empathize with these victims if you choose to empathize with them but that's an individual thing we can't apply group empathy and say as a group this is the way we're all going to empathize because that would never work yeah and i think that's part of the the big problem with black society um 
I, I think it's a big problem with black society because everybody else has done certain things, but black people are expected to have morals and shit when it comes down to us. Um, that's on some some more shit. Why do you it's think just, it's just black society? Because I don't see. Let me tell you something. The interesting thing is, not only do I not see white people canceling people who have been accused and or um, convicted of of these types of acts. I saw the woman who accused Cuomo, for example, of just sexual harassment, said she didn't want him to lose his job, advocated yeah, for him not to like, lose like his I job, said. but said she wanted him to use his uh, voice. You're, so you're, it's you're not just a black people thing. You're, you're saying the same thing that I'm saying. What I'm saying is mm -hmm. black people are supposed to have morals in um, oh, I'm people. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I got right. you. Uh, I think we do have morals. I don't think like this is a dis we, we're, black people are always divided on issues, and we're that, and that's how it will forever be. Um, you know, I'm not saying, oh, I, 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 I love R. Kelly, and I don't care that he committed these actions. I'm gonna write him and be the president of his fan club and support and uh, you know raise money for him and hold a, a unmute uh, or a hold a, a unmute R. Kelly campaign. That's different. Like I'm just saying, I still appreciate the art. Um, you know, and that's just my personal thing. Well, let's get Mr. Research up in this thing. Mr. Research, what do you think that, that um, what type of message that sends? What do you think about that? So I want to cover a couple of things. I think this is why it took truck and concrete roads so long. And I don't mean this to be funny style. It's just they were listening to reply and not listening to what Sister George was saying. Sister George was saying, we are so inconsistent for the stuff we claim we have we about. And Concrete Rose was caught in this loop of benefit, but Sister George was never talking about benefits. She was talking about we 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 no, say I just misunderstood we, one of the words. I, I didn't hear yeah, that I know, was it. I know. It, ain't, it ain't no harm or But uh that's the only reason I was trying to jump in to kind of re-edify re her point. Her point was like, hey look, as much as we talk about how things should be, when we get an opportunity, we are so inconsistent. So let me let me say a couple of quick things. Remember the song I Love Rock and Roll? So put another quarter in the jukebox, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's all about a woman in love with a 17-year-old boy. I met a little boy about 17. Da -na -na -da -na. We can be alone. I love. Ain't nobody mad at that. One of my favorite pianists, Liberace was piping a 16-year-old boy and the whole entire gay community called it love. When when straight people pointed out, hey, hey whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what's, what's going on with it? That's a love. They 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 made a movie off of it and put Matt Matt Damon as the as the 16-year-old boy, even though the boy was 16. We are so inconsistent <laughs> when we have the opportunity. And to Sister Judge other point, Sister George other point about the black community, it seems that only when these topics come along, we get black people ready to be anti-black and get on the microphone and say stuff about how inconsistent the black folks are. But why did Marv Alper get a pass? Why did uh um uh who was the other person got a pass? Uh when uh, Celine Gomez dated a high schooler 17 years old, why did she get or a pass? President. You, you know what I'm saying? All, all this type of stuff. It's like everybody gives non-Black people a direct uh, Starship Enterprise beam me up Scotty pass. But when <laughs> it's the Black 
folks. But Facts. when it's the black folks, it's like people come out the woodwork to say something off the wall. And let me and, and, and let me land my plane by saying this. Isn't it isn't it funny, man, how uh we as black folks assist in our own demise? I'm gonna use concrete's point for us for a minute. Knowing that Elvis did what he did, knowing that Jerry Lee Lewis did what he yep, did. Yep. I'm gonna go to C Rose Point. Hey, look, it's a song. It ain't that person, that person ain't tied to that song. It's a song. Am I gonna not listen listen to a Luther uh, a, a Luther record because he was suspect gay or Teddy Pendergrab because he could have been gay? No, it's a song, and exactly. we gonna leave it at that. And uh, shout out to see to our sister saying about uh, Tito. Uh, I remember when uh, I used to be Alpha Male Wisdom. It was me, O'Shea, Angry Man wanted Tito in our little group so bad. But me and Minister Jap was like, no, nah, that dude, that dude, he don't have no discipline. And then when it came out that he raped the 13-year-old girl, he made excuses for it. So shout out to Sister George for having the courage to say that in these spaces, because when we try to hold Manosphere dudes on point for the same energy they get mad at women at, when one of your own that you call Captain Tito or Chief Tito mm -hmm. makes all these excuses, and then you later find out he he pulled the gun on a woman and and and, and took her purse mm -hmm. at thirty six, and then you find out after that he had to go do some more time because he hit a chick at his mama house, and we know it's his mama house because unfortunately he got docs, and I don't believe in doxing, but if if you did a crime, a, a rape, and your address was your mama's apartment in in Camus, then you beat a chick at 38 whatever years old at the same address, that's your mama house. Mm. You're 38 year old living at your mama house. So now we got to call into question, and I know Sister Jordan didn't know the rabbit hole went this deep, but now you got to call into question, how is a bunch of YouTube fans idolizing a three-time con convicted loser who's still living with his mama at 38? That's ridiculous. But Welcome to the inconsistency that Sister George talked about. All right. You know what, though? We're inconsistent on so many subjects. And like literally with you talking about the rabbit hole, I'm study researching while we're sitting here and I'm talking about David Copperfield, Michael Douglas. Um, there are so many. Seal has been accused. Neve Shulman. Like the list goes on and on and on. Tabitha Smiley. That I, oh, I said Tabitha Smiley earlier. And it wasn't just one woman with Tabitha Smiley. It was multiple. And they're accused of that was the way that they got their promotion. So it wasn't just harassment. But like literally it's all us. It's almost like you can't escape it to, unless you just like unless you become a monk. Um, shout out <laughs> to Larry Rogers. <laughs> he says, "Would black folks still listen after his conviction of black females and males if he was white?" Um, mm. that's an interesting point, Larry. He oh. wouldn't be able to sing like that if he was white. <laughs> that answers it right there. Like that answers all that. Shit. I'm not gonna deal with him. Oh God! <laughs> like niggas not listening to Robin Thicke if he raped a bunch of black women. Like no. Concrete. <laughs> so um, <laughs> shout out to American Negro. He says these folks did not stop listening to Elvis or the Beatles, so I'm going to continue to bump R. Kelly 
uppity niggas shut the Uh-oh. f up. <laughs> That's Ooh, the whole thing about- why they get on R. Kelly, I think, though, is because it's black women thing, the this. protect the black women thing. I think that's why they get on R. Kelly. Oh, wait, let me re- read this one. Shout out to Black Wizard. He says, the issue with moralizing for the population is who dictates where the line is drawn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Black mm-hmm. Wizard. Mm-hmm. That's my point. Come on, Black Wizard. Now listen Who to him. Finish, to finish decide when we can't support that was someone. my point. Who That's my point. What is and it and is not support. Mm-hmm. These decisions are best left to Facts. individuals. Facts. Okay. Black Wizard. I, I you, agree. You know what, Ben? Um, it, so it gets very, very freaking interesting because we don't send a message when the message is skewed and it's all over all over the place. We don't send the message that if you hurt a child, your ass is dead. When you hurt a woman, your ass is dead. What we send the message is, well, you know, um, yeah, we know he hurt some kids, but you know how many songs he produced? Um, yeah, well, you know, he did this, but yeah, you know what they did over there. And mm. and like I said, I'm not pointing the finger. I'm saying that I'm also guilty of that. No, of but course. it's a fucked up. It's a it's it's fucked up because we aren't on one accord when these types of things happen. And I mm-hmm. think that's a huge problem. That's but famous people got different rules, though. You don't let think me, so? let me finish my point. My yeah. my point is that, and, and it doesn't have to be a famous person. It could be somebody at the church. It right. could be somebody in your family. That's right. why people t- continue yeah. to get away with shit because we don't have, we're not on one accord as it pertains to those type of things. And that's, you know, I think that's a huge problem. But you know what though? We, we aren't on one accord. And I'm a person that is of a collective mindset. I'm of a collective mindset and I believe in holding people's feet to the fire. If I had my way and I was ruling a village of nothing but us and it came out that one of those uh, that someone had uh, violated children or was a predator, like he would be stoned. However, if he created something great, that doesn't mean that we're going to take it down. If he created a mosque or a masjid that was beautiful or gave us some great art, that does not mean that we're going to take it down um, because we deal with him. I believe in dealing with yeah. people, but to be completely honest, us as a people, we haven't even dealt with this nation for the atrocities that they've committed against us. Y'all still sing the uh the American anthem, y'all still take yeah. part in things that are literally uh, praising those who have committed atrocities against us. The universities that we've gone to, the people we praise, you know, the white saviors that y'all like to lift up, like, even the HBCUs it's all around us. Yeah, included. Uh, there was a question I have for you, Danny. Oh, really quick, I'm sorry, um, Danny. I just want to know: Do you think that there's any onus on parents? who hand their children over to predators? Mm. And if so, what percentage of responsibility do those parents bear? Um, I am going to say you are totally responsible for your child because your child is a child. And you had that child. Your child is your responsibility. If anything goes wrong with that child, you're responsible. So I'm mm-hmm. going to you knowingly the give them a, over to someone who has knowingly. the allegation of being a predator. So you have yep. 100% responsibility. And so, you know, we had this conversation about fast ass girls and girls getting out and doing shit that their parents didn't know about. Still responsible. Still respond if they commit a crime, your ass is still responsible. You still have to take some accountability. Um, so that's where I I I think that the parents are really, really responsible. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Whoop. 
Well, uh, uh, shout out to Jessica X up in this thing. She says, sorry mm -hmm. for running overtime. Just Right. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I I I feel like legally the parents are 100 percent responsible. That's the only only um yeah, that's it. Okay, thank you. But I think we used to have sense of community back in the day, but in modern times back we don't have day. that community no and, more. And yeah. Chico, what do you think happened to that? Um uh niggas going their own way, really. The segregation. I would love segregation to come back. 75% we could mingle with the white people. We could do all that. But, you know, we have our own hospitals, police, everything else. It will force niggas to get back where they should be. But now we got all this free. I don't think that will ever happen. Our community coming how it is ain't enough foundational niggas. It ain't enough. I get tired of arguing with them. Like, nigga, do you know you're black? <laughs> uh, do you know what segregation means? Yeah. What does it mean? Say if you're white and I'm black. Anymore, big do, do you understand that segregation is unconstitutional? You understand that? Sure. You understand that, and yet you would go for segregation if you could. Yeah, yeah. There's all. There's a lot of things that uh that we have um written in laws that I don't agree with. Oh, so I guess we should be slaves too. Texas has done and it. If you want to be a slave, my nigga, you can go be it. One at a time. No, Go I'll ahead. just say this. If you want separation, that's one thing. That's legal. You people can separate all they want, but segregation is illegal and it's unconstitutional. Yeah, did I say it was legal? But, but let's get back on top. Brother, 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 did I say it was legal? No, you no, but you said you want segregation back. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, which means it would be topic. turned from illegal to yeah, legal. Hold on, guys. We can go back to the topic, but I just want everybody to understand this is why civics is a hundred percent necessary for people to learn. Good night, uh big show. That nigga won't leaning so damn bad. I said you can conversate with the other folks. God damn. Let me read this super chat. Uh, shout out to LAR movement. LAR movement still move. Okay. He says, so when the white people want their Confederate statuses back up, statues, child, what am I reading? Statues back up. They uh -oh. are going to cite us playing R. Uh -oh. Kelly music. <laughs> uh -oh, That's a false equivalency. That's a false equivalency. If we play R. Kelly music, because you know what how it is because yeah. they have if they take the statues to their own home and erect them that's different they have the statues in public places where our tax dollars pay for so if we play R Kelly over the loudspeaker at the at the city hall I can understand you making that point you could tell that didn't come from no foundational black person that shit don't even make sense yes it does I think it, it makes don't. plenty of sense I think um when you uh, start making allowances for certain things and there's no clear-cut standard in um, rules that we all abide by and that we kind of are collective on, that's what causes a lot of the issues that we have in the Black community. But, I, there's I, but then those are two different industries, anything. right? Like, I, I'm, or against, I'm against interracial dating. Most of the people on this panel are not. Oh. There are no clear-cut rules. Like, we always have, we're always divided.
divided. I like this is one, you have thing, one additional thing that we're divided on. But you can't tell someone they can't hang a Confederate flag on their property. Like you can't right. tell me I can't listen to uh you know R. Kelly song in my earbuds. That's like your individual yep. choice versus it being something that's on public display in a public um property or a public on public grounds that our tax dollars pay for. That's the difference. Okay. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. Black Wizard says holding people accountable for their actions is one thing. Having a sigil to purge the world of anything they ever created is another. You can hold people yep. accountable Man, without Black purging Wizard. the world Talk of everything stuff. they did. Um, you know what? But the this is my problem with it. If R. Kelly is still able to benefit, should a person still be able to benefit when they've committed such heinous crimes? Um, what do y'all think? They do in the medical field. Uh, <laughs> we, don't take away, we don't take away all, uh, everything people. Should a person continue to benefit if they committed a heinous crime? Um, I think that, I, you know what? I would, I could understand that argument if they were benefiting from the victim. Um, if mm -hmm. for some reason someone did away with someone, ended their life, and they got to reap their uh, insurance policy, for example, like this is art that he created. I don't care how the funds are dispersed. I know you mentioned early on, Danny, that they were saying there's going to be some sort of victim fund that's created for his victims. Um, and, you know, they'll be able to recoup some of those funds. If so, that's great. All the more reason why we should bump it. But um, I, I think that the difference is that, you know, this was art that he created and it is, you know, kind of like, it's, it's commerce that we get to benefit from and or enjoy. Um, and I, I don't think that, you know, not listen or not listening to it or muting it um, affects his victims because he is locked away. He's not being put in a position where he can create more victims because he is imprisoned. Hmm. Okay. Okay. But that was a good question. What y'all think? Should a person be able to benefit or in, in this case, it's really, you're really asking, should a person still be able to, um, uh, make money? Mm -hmm. Like that would be the same thing yeah. if a person was able to continue working. If well, a person was able to continue drawing money from, this is like a pension plan. If a person was able to continue, should they still be able to draw money for money from their pension plan, despite the fact well, that they've harmed someone? Well, well, we have to stop listening to people also that he wrote for. That's what I said. 324 songs that he has contributed to by writing and or producing. Uh, uh, you said 324? Yep. Some of the Damn. greatest people of all time. Well, well see, yeah, Rob, I already to, answer, to answer your questions, when you commit certain crimes, some states already have laws on the books for property forfeiture. So the problem, what you're asking is, should there be unlimited punishment of a crime? Right. And unlimited punishment mm. is basically one of the reasons why so many people are anti-death penalty, because they feel that you shouldn't be able to unlimit. You should, like, crime and punishment is supposed to have limits. So if okay. this person committed this crime and you make him forego a certain amount of money uh, based on a fine or whatnot, the question now you're yeah, asking is, should you continue to persecute this person into the ground so that they can't earn yeah. any money whatsoever? Yeah. But 
to to that I would say I I I understand the reason why unlimited punishment is unconstitutional because supposedly if you do commit a crime you're supposed to be able to repay the debt to society and then after right. that you're supposed yeah. to be able to recover now if, that's a good point big true if we yes if we go if we go the route of completely canceling people and taking their royalties and going after all of their residual income and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's constitutional nor fair. Especially if they get it wrong. This, I'm going to read this thing from Topaz. Shout out to Topaz. Um, Topaz, I can't see it on the uh, StreamYards uh, app, but I can see it on my phone. Um, she says, but it's punitive to deter other creative people from killing um, thank you so much for your comment, Topaz. I appreciate it. Um, Brother Roger, what are your thoughts? Okay. Um, uh, well, it, it's, it's that simple. When it comes down to like what y'all seeing with people being hypocrites and things like that, see, everything is about what you do as an individual. Um, just You can't put hypocrite on a whole crowd. We actually mm-hmm. do have something that is agreed upon as people whether we like it or not. That's what the law is. We have certain restrictions that we've already agreed upon. We don't all agree with what the laws are, but at the end of the day, I don't care what R. Kelly does in his personal life. I just don't care. Now, if you commit a crime and you do something and you harm some children and you get caught for it, I don't care if you, he get locked away for the rest of his life. It means nothing to me. And guess what? He was my favorite R&B singer. Why? I'm from Chicago. Of course. Oh, I listen to R. Kelly all the time. I'm not going to stop listening to R. Kelly. If, if we take on an attitude of boycotting, which I'm not saying is bad, but I'm not going to start with the black dude. That's dumb as I don't know what. If I'm going to start boycotting <laughs> folks, I'm going to start with some white folks. I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm starting with white folks if I'm going to actually take it that far. I'm not starting. Hey, with quick them. question. Do you not just care if it's R. Kelly doing it or any man that does anything with children? Like, you don't care what happens to him after? If you do it, this, this is this is the thing. If you do it and you get caught and you got to go to prison, so what? That's that's called it's part of the game. When you do illegal stuff and mm. you get caught, part of the mm-hmm. game is, is suffering the consequences for it. Why would I care about anybody who got to suffer consequences they brought upon themselves? What what do I right. care for? No, I would thought you were saying you didn't care if he did go to jail or not. Like you don't care no, what no, no. happens in the I, whole I situation. Care. That's what I thought. Okay, no, yeah. No, I care about him going under a normal legal precedent. What they're doing to R. Kelly right now, I 100% disagree with because they're not mm. catching them up on something that everybody's un- that's understood and explainable. When I started right. looking to what Rico he, charge, when I started looking at what he was convicted of, the Rico charge, you can't make one man an enterprise. And if he and if you're gonna do it as an enterprise, I need some jet, ja- some job representatives to let the record company he works for. I yeah, no, that's cool. I need some of them on trial. And I, and I don't know nothing about them trying to get any of those. Put Andrea on trial, too. Andrea, child. Ooh. Well, Oprah basically got this nigga locked up. And 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 when it comes down to it, when the uh the man act, they pull uh, a Jim Crow law up to <laughs> prosecute that man. Wow. Now, how many men in the country have already broken that law? Because the man exactly. act is about a man taking a woman. And now, just because it's a man taking a woman, I would have to say that law is now unconstitutional because it's wow. about a man taking a woman or I think a child was included. Taking? Out, what does that mean? Of, yeah, if you travel with them across state lines 
to do prostitution, debauchery, immoral acts, things like that. Like trafficking? Immoral acts? Bro, bro, man. bro it, nah, that's a bullshit ass love. I'm, I'm going to make a plan for you. If you ever had a woman, you took if you took your woman to a white had sex, you just you already committed the man. Man, I'm already knowing. That's what I'm saying. Anybody can say wow. anything. So, so they they use this old, outdated uh, yeah. law. Plus, yeah, a, like you put your thumb that, in a butt. Hold on, Chavo. Yeah, that's part of what he's convicted of. Uh, he because he has convictions on on the racketeering stuff and the the man act stuff. So. I already got a problem with that. If you're going to get the dude, I know the man guilty of something. Oh, if yeah. Gonna, no doubt. So if you're going to get the dude, get him in a legit fashion. The problem now is you just got him in a way that now I have to be concerned. Because That's now you I'm just told about. me you pu- you'll pull up a Jim Crow law to get me if you want me. Danny, this is what I was saying about the court system. That's why I said I question, you know, when I question convictions of black men, like I'm not automatically siding with the court system because there was a conviction in my eyes. That does not mean that doesn't equate to guilt for me. I need to review the case files, review the evidence myself, because I don't trust the judgments that are passed down. But this is the only system we have. Well, I'm about to say my thing is I, I don't put that much faith in it. Sometimes you do have to go outside the system. I'm I not, saw the tape. I've never seen it, but that tape. Uh, that's, he wasn't did. charged. I mean, he wasn't um, convicted on that tape. No, yeah, yeah, but but this is the thing. Then we go to a thing to where we really start to battle out with morals and uh, moral responsibility and. You know, it's on one breath we preach that we should have moral responsibility, but then we'll see something so fucking immoral happen, and then we'll say, "Well, you know, the the courts didn't convict him, or you know, this didn't happen." But this is shit that we've seen with our own eyes, and so then I sit here and I'm and I sit here and I'm say, "It ain't no such fucking thing. We do what we want to do when it's convenient." That's okay. it's always been like that. This isn't just today. Yeah. This has yeah. always been how we operate. There are so many immoral things that we uphold and that we're cool with. Like this is just one situation that now we're now discussing. But this wasn't something that you know we just discovered. We have yeah. always known this. Make sure I, I highlighted that right. there's no such thing. We don't really care until it's convenient. No, no um, my, my thing yeah. is. It's about the individual and are you consistent? I'm very consistent. Right. I don't care about you getting caught for a crime. I don't care who you are. You could be my brother. If you robbed the bank and they caught you and you got to do some time, there's no reason for me to care. Period. I'm, I'm extremely consistent. The thing is, people start battling things in their head. Okay. If the man got caught doing something to children, I have no issue with that. But get him for what... For, get him for that right. charge. Yes. Don't come up trying to turn him into an enterprise. Don't uh-huh. create this racketeering thing because now they can start using that against everybody. See, the thing is, they're setting a precedent and they're being very slick because they're doing something to to a person that we all pretty much, or at least a good majority of us, believe is a pedophile. So no, therefore, nobody wants to speak up for the dude. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let, me, let me finish, please, because I'm going to have to go. But um, if you set a standard that they can just go after anybody for any old thing, and then you start bringing up Jim Crow laws to yeah. get people that any any guy who took his girlfriend out of state, how many men have took somebody to Vegas and had sex? Who took mm-hmm. their woman to Hawaii and had sex with them? 
even if you're even if you're married, if your wife sucked your dick, I'm pretty sure that they can argue that was an immoral act, even if it was your wife. Guess they what? could lock all you know, that fellatio is illegal in certain states. You couldn't kiss in public in certain <laughs> states. There are so many ancient laws that they could drum up in order to charge somebody with something. So, yeah, so and my point is get R. Kelly, but get him in a legitimate fashion. That part. If you can't give him in a legitimate fashion, unfortunately, you got to just let him go. But get the dude in a legitimate fashion that we can all stand up and buy. Like R. Kelly being convicted should be something that people celebrated and nobody should have really had a problem with it. But the way mm -hmm. he was convicted, now you bring up a bunch of huge problems that you're trying to set precedence of. And, and this is the first time in history that they tried to use racketeering. Well, they, they use racketeering the way they did it in this particular crime. So he the first nigga to ever come to, 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 for this to be done to him. I definitely that that should be a wake up call to every every black man out here, period. And any woman who claims she loves black men, this should be your wake up call too. You can't go about it the wrong way. I don't care nothing about R. Kelly personally. His music, I listen to his music because that's just music to me. But if you get caught doing a crime, regardless of your crime, you gotta do the time. But your at some point, yes, the punishment has to stop. We cannot punish a person for the rest of their life. Right. If if they're convicted of something, or you're better off killing them. The thing is, though, the whole thing to me, really, I'll be very quickly, is like, Danny, I know you keep saying, like, you keep bringing up morals. To me, that's not a matter of morals. Like, it, it, nobody here is saying that R. Kelly should be free, that he should not be convicted of a crime. Appreciating someone's art despite the fact that, you know, they engaged in criminal activity or that they are a predator. Like, to me, I don't understand. I wouldn't consider that a moral issue. Um, like, if you appreciate uh, you know, the um, stained glass in some churches, like, and, and the depictions from it, like, you, you don't know if the original artist, uh, if you if you appreciate uh, the um, image of, of, of white Jesus, that is Cesare Borgia. That's not even, um, you know, the who he's believed to be. However, like, if you say the artist is, uh, you know, attached to all kinds of criminality or the song Amazing Grace, the person who wrote the song Amazing Grace and all of the dirty, dastardly deeds that he engaged in, but you can sing it on Sunday at church. Um, it, but you say, I enjoy the song. I don't think that that means that you are a person does, that does not have strong morals and values. Um, so. Yeah, I, I actually, I disagree with that. I think that um, like, I, I don't think most people's morals and values are solid. I think if a person feels a certain way about a certain thing, then they roll with that. If they don't, they won't. Um, we make allowances for whoever we want to make allowances yep. for. But that's this not making allowances, though. Yeah, that's saying I appreciate mm -hmm. art. And you said you disagree that I, you can't. I, appreciate it and that if you appreciate the art of someone who yeah, uh, just committed, if you appreciate the art of someone who has committed a crime and or is a predator that you don't have that you're not a person of high moral standing i say if you appreciate the art and you're still showing a level of support then that is still support that is still um telling a person okay well you did these crimes but you're still great at whatever whatever 
Um, I just feel like that shit grows across the board and you we make allowances because this person is an artist where well, we should still be able to separate the artist from their crimes. But you have plenty of people like that. Everybody makes allowances for what the fuck they want to make allowances for. Yeah. And well, that's well, what starts um, a lot of deterioration. Two I'm things can be y'all true both right. Yeah, y'all both right. Person, like you said, that's like yeah, telling I, the you person. Know, I, I'm, like I said, I'm not pointing the finger. Uh, and no, saying, I understand. We're yeah. having a discussion. I, I know you're not saying. Uh, I understand. But just very quickly, because I know Roger was trying to get in here. But I think that you can be a great artist and still be a criminal or a dirty, you know, disgusting person. Like two yep. things can be like, we, like we're not like things aren't necessarily linear when we as it relates to this subject. You can have both things to be true. Yeah. Yes, you are a scumbag, but you're a great artist. And to say that and appreciate like he, he knows that he's a great artist. He knows he's a musical genius. He's been awarded yeah. uh, a, a hundred awards over the years that, that have an accolade yes. that show that he is. He's made millions and millions of dollars that shows that he is a, a, a great artist. So me listening to his music or me not listening to his music does not take take away his 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 genius in that area. And look, like Hitler. Is, all I'm trying to say is, at the end of the day, I'm not. See, I'm not pretending I'm a perfect person. I know people do stuff, and I know a lot of us do stuff, and we don't get caught for it. Somebody spared today, because I'm not going to admit publicly that I ever broke any law. But somebody spared today. Are you going to give up your keys because you know you were speeding? Or drank, had a drink, and drove. They, they no. might not have caught you. No. But you did it. Now. Yeah. Now I'm consistent because now if you was drinking and driving, just like you just said, concrete, if you was drinking and driving and you accidentally killed somebody and they put you in prison for manslaughter, I don't care. That's that's the price of doing wrong. You got caught. It's about did you get caught or not? People do all kinds of stuff. If you got caught, you gotta pay the piper. And I don't care that you gotta pay the piper. The same way when I get caught, I had to pay the piper and nobody bailed me out of the situation. Nobody cares that I had to pay the piper either. So the whole thing is I'm consistent that if you get caught doing something, you gotta be penalized and you might as well just deal with it. And that's just the way it goes. But I can't be individually worrying about every particular person, even if they're entertaining. I cannot worry about what all y'all doing in your personal lives. I ain't got time for it. So yeah, but his personal life was plastered everywhere. Like you have so, to go looking for it too much. So okay. so here, here here's where I disagree. It's I disagree with the topic, not the people who are presenting it. But this this is why I say like me and Truck, we we disagree a lot, but we are business guys and we understand these laws and, and policies. And it's it's kind of unfortunate sometimes when nobody on the panel, but I'm just talking about in general. When brothers come up to talk to Sister Rose and 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 us, uh, uh, I mean Sister George and, and Concrete Grove, I think sometimes the brothers don't understand how these laws work. It don't matter whether you're guilty of X. The minute that you are prosecuted, everything else is up for grabs. And people like me and Truck understand that because that's a business thought process. It isn't. It isn't about whether somebody needed to honestly I, I think that's that's really where the black males in youtube suffer they think fairness ain't nothing fair this is warriors and bloodshed this is lions and and lambs the minute you get prosecuted for me driving on a on, on a suspended driver's license 
everything else is up for grabs because if people really are trying to get me on this contract or this other thing across town, they're going to weaponize that one thing to get an option to dig into everything else they can get. Here's a little known fact about music. There's a lot of dudes going back to the rock and roll dudes also who share their groupies, share their groupies with roadies. I used to be a roadie. I done banged some groupies from singers that sent them my way. The same thing is true of rappers who send their groupies or followers across state lines of profit. Hey, Meek Mills, you saw me with that chick six months ago? I can send her to you. Hit me with a bag. You think it's all good because you pimping. And in your mind, you like, I ain't tell that chick to go across state lines. But me and Truck know if they can connect it to you, it's all fair, baby. Even if it's five years later, it's all fair. I got stopped on a driver's license case. And if they can connect me to something I did five years ago while I'm in the uh, in 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 a in, in, uh, classification, it's all fair. And that's the thing that males don't understand because respectful to you know sister and, and concrete. This is why I encourage men when they talk with sister George and concrete, be more logical the way concrete and sisters being logical. They they operate from the standpoint of. I don't want no setbacks. I don't want to uh, backtrack if this goes left. Dudes is con concentrating on, man, that ain't right. Shit, it is right. Don't put yourself in a position while you are winning. Trucker even tell you that. Don't put yourself in a position. When you, are, and I'm gonna land my plane on this. When you are, are really in business, negotiations, contracts, or just creating jobs for other people, Everybody knows I want to be able to go to sleep. I don't want to go to sleep wondering if somebody going to get me. The problem with R. Kelly, he'd been sleeping for so long. He didn't even go learn how to read yet for his own contracts. That's a dude that's waiting to get took. It's kind of like we say here in Cali. We had to get you. You were slipping way too hard. Don't forget y'all got a uh, creepy uncle as a president right now in the White House. Well, I think... Well, 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 well let, me, let me just respond to that just a little Girl, bit. He I, let, well, no, let, me, let me just <laughs> say this the real um, here's, the, here's the real problem. A lot of us, especially these younger people who come on these channels, a lot of these guys, again, have not gone through civics class. A lot of them don't understand the law. A lot of them don't read the law. Some of them don't give a damn about the law. And it's things just like this where you're like, oh, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. And then when you get hemmed up by a lawyer, now the white man's racist. And I could have told you the whole time, listen, this is what you're doing wrong. Problem is you can't tell certain people anything and they just do their own thing, but they don't understand the consequences of what they're doing. And just like the man said, you're dealing with a guy who could barely read, and the guy is older than he's like way older than me. Now that right there is setting yourself up for a problem later on. You can't damn read, you know. So my only thing is, people, you you guys, the law is there. All you guys got to do is go out and read it, 
and you need to make sure that you do not put yourself in a compromising circumstance because what you're watching right now under R. Kelly, what you're watching them doing is using unconstitutional means to twist the law to achieve their end. This is basically fascism, what you're seeing. That's basically what it is. But see, the thing is, it's not that people don't understand. What people have to accept is that people take risks. I don't agree with the, with the man act still being law, but I understand it's still on the books. So I got to pay mm -hmm. attention to it now. I wasn't paying attention to it earlier. I knew what it yeah. was. I knew they brought it up to, to get Jack Johnson. But when I looked up and seen exactly what it is, okay, I got to pay attention to that. Some people going to take risks. I accept people going to take risks at the end of the day. It ain't that people don't understand. Some people just yeah. simply believe the risk is worth it. Sometimes they're just wrong. Okay. Let me, um, Concrete, will you get these super chat? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, we got one from Black Wizard. He says, if he made a song called, yeah, I did it, fuck you, <laughs> then I wouldn't support okay. that. But it's, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, girl, loud and clear. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, then I wouldn't support that, but it's just art that people can objectively enjoy, live and let live. I agree 100% Black Wizard. Andy says, sodomy by definition is any SEX act besides missionary used to be law that you could you couldn't do that act with women so oral was illegal it was and it is a, a, a lot of these laws that you're saying were illegal are still illegal they haven't been removed from the books um you yes. just don't see them um, being utilized but they're still being on the books so or being enforced yes um like so if you see a situation like we're seeing with r kelly that's the whole point um the thing is you don't have to agree with his behavior but if you see um you know old laws being used if you see someone being railroaded um it's yeah. important for you to uh, call for the justice system to work properly too because um you know, someone's freedoms are being infringed upon, and you know, if they can do it to him, what makes you think they, they can do it to you? Uh, Sean says something tells me that R. Kelly's Sixth Amendment right was violated during his trial. Um, he'll be released from prison in two years. Is that your prediction, Sean? Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to the concert. You, yeah. No, I won't be going to the concert, Danny. Why so not? There'll be a lot of people here, I'm not. I'm not giving that type of support. But baby, that's Why my not? workout what's playlist. Uh, it, it um it keeps me going. So but what's the difference? Why wouldn't you go to a concert? Because I just pref would prefer not to. I, I wouldn't go. I probably wouldn't go to an R. Kelly concert if, if this hadn't happened. Because it's not my type of crowd. Like I don't want to be yeah. around a bunch of half naked sweaty chicks and nah stripper look nah it's not my, i'm old and washed i'm gonna be telling you to wipe my tongue <laughs> i'm more of a like maxwell concert type of chick what like if they had r kelly maxwell kim. and kim or some shit like that you, you, know, gotta try to, you, you might get me in there too to throw a wrench and i'm gonna go but i'm gonna leave when r kelly comes. <laughs> 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 that's not what you want me to say who's the headliner because that's going to depend upon whether I'm about to take it. <laughs> <laughs> says they are going to reduce his value, get his catalog, and resell it back to us. Step in the name of love. Now, I, I agree. I think that that's shit. what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I can definitely foresee that's that happening. I, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, we're going to start the process of wrapping up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> such an interesting discussion um, 
Chaba, we'll start with you. What are your final thoughts? Um, just going off of what the brother said, uh, I heard him say fair a lot. He can clarify. Um, I, the justice system definitely isn't fair if it's not working in a fair manner. But uh, yeah, that's really all I have to say about the fairness thing. I think we know a lot of us do know the law because we almost have to. <coughs> and the law isn't fair. So just getting caught up and then them bringing up some old shit that ain't been practiced or enforced in so long, obviously that's unfair. But he does have a responsibility to not put himself in that situation. So two things can be right, you know. Okay, shout out to you, uh, Chavo. Um, thank you so much for coming through. We appreciate your commentary. Uh, come back. All right, catch y'all later. Thank you. Big Truck, what are your final thoughts? All right, well, thanks a lot, uh, ladies, for having me on. Um, I have to say, I mostly agreed with C. Rose there, just like I said in the beginning. Um, I, I, don't, I don't really believe in unlimited punishment for anything except, like, murder. Um, so in this case, um, I, I really think that there is a good possibility that R. Kelly may be able to appeal some of these, uh, these convictions because the thing, you know, you saw what happened with Bill Cosby and I really think that it's unfair because people are basically labeling him like a rapist and everything, but that wasn't one of the charges, nor was he convicted. Mm. So my point, my point is, it's like, if you're going to try to use these these ridiculous uh, stretches of um, if you're going to use these stretches of the law in order to use RICO laws against somebody and you're going to basically call them a sex trafficker and this that and the other, I don't think I think that's an overreach and they were just determined to prosecute him this time, but a lot of that has to do with the public who has basically goaded the system into doing that and saying, yeah, well, if you don't get him, you're not doing enough. That's these feminists. Yeah. That's these, these, these sociopathic, angry ass women, the same ones that are calling up the Kevin Samuel show. And they're out there. He's not, he's not a predator. These women came to his concerts. These women came to his houses. They were lined up to be the next Miss R. Kelly or to be the next person R. Kelly's fucking. So as far as I'm concerned, so he ain't kidnapping So I'm the, sorry? The girl, that, the girl that was 14, that's not a big deal, right? Which one, Aaliyah? No, um, the young girl who was on the tape that her parents was allowing her. She was related to Sparkle. So her parents was allowing her to hang okay. with him. So then the parents themselves should also be equally prosecuted to the Yes, they should, but, but what if, about if our... you're gonna charge him but if you're gonna charge him with a Rico statue, basically, then that means anybody connected to it should be also charged. So my my point is the parents knew what they were getting their daughter into. They were letting him hang out with her, hang out with R. Kelly. He didn't go kidnap her. She was now granted, she was a minor. There's no excuse for that. And R. Kelly is if anything, they should have charged him with lewd conduct with a minor or something like that. But that wasn't that even one of the charges. That wasn't it. Yeah, but that wasn't. Oh one yeah, because that, that was the trial. That remember his first trial. That trial, well, she was she wasn't even involved because well, that. Well, no, keep in mind, she didn't show up, and they claimed that that was him in the video. He claimed it right. wasn't him. So, but I'm saying she up. wasn't affiliated with this case because he had already been charged for that. So, no, my only point is, if we're going to do this whole law thing, then you got to stick 
to the book and you've got to do it like the word. Wow. Why, 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 why do they you got it? Why? Because if you well, don't let him finish his final it, thought, if, if you don't stick to the rules of law that we all agree on for the most part, then what you're doing is you're inviting ad hoc law. And that means that at any given time, somebody can throw in some extra shit just to catch my ass, just because they don't like me and they're, or the, or you, and they can just throw something in there and they can be like, yeah, well, we don't like this. And even though you're not guilty of murder, you're guilty of this. So we're going to put you in jail for, we're going to give you the same sentence and we're going to make you forfeit all your problems. That's unconstitutional. It's not fair. But the fascism, that's what this, com- this this whole country is coming down to fascism at this point. And if y'all aren't careful of it, you never know which one of you will be next. I've mm-hmm. been accused before. I've been, I've been accused mm-hmm. of sexual harassment. I'm a managerial position. I've been accused of it. And, you know, my thing is, all I did was stick to my guns. And uh, my lawyer did what he, he had to do. And boom, it was gone. I didn't even have to pay nobody. So the bottom line is, under these crazy new cancel culture bullshit, feminist, liberal, fascist stuff, they can go after anybody for anything and just take your job and your livelihood from you. And meanwhile, they didn't create anything. All they did was apply for a job. So all I'm saying is be very careful because you never know. It could be you. Thank you, Big Truck. You said a mouthful. I actually enjoyed your commentary. Danny, you wanted to say something? Sorry. No, I'm, I'm good. Uh, thank you for your contribution to the discussion. You laid out some really solid points. And um, thank you for highlighting the uh, you know uh, potential vi- uh, violations of Constitution um, in this case. So, yeah, um, you laid, had solid arguments. I appreciate you. Uh, we got a um, super chat from Andy. He says, case in point, K. Michelle knew what Kelly was when she messed with him. Mm, that part. Um, thank Ooh. you, Andy. Appreciate you. you know, he Teresa. always going to bring it back to a black woman, child. Always. Would it be Andy otherwise? What you got for your research? All right, look. Uh, you know, this is why I try to hold a man to a little bit more accountable. I mean, they hate it. You know, dudes... Here's where I will agree with Trump. Okay, you do, it, it will come to you next. But I've been preaching for about eight years in these manosphere spaces that dudes take too much stuff for granted. And we as dudes live in fantasy land on how these things work. Laws are created by groups with money, laws are not created by City Hall. Groups with money grease the palms of city hall officials to pass laws that benefit their businesses. Right now, what, well, matter of fact, what happened here in YouTube, when you had a bunch of women get together and made a petition, no money involved, just a petition, and they sent it to that white woman that controls YouTube, that white woman went and started attacking several male content creators. That's how it works. And black males don't do themselves a service by sitting in these circle jerk echo chambers trying to convince themselves that's not how it works. That's how it works. It doesn't matter whether people fully succeed at it, it's how it works. So to Truck's point, yeah, it, it will be you next, but Truck knows, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a manager and an owner too. Truck, truck understands, like I understand, we gotta put ourselves in positions for these fabrications not to happen. It, it's, it's not whether we did it or not. 
after the Bill Cosby case, she got 40 years to see me and Truck drive by her in a nice car with our families. And she got 40 years to file a case for free. It doesn't matter whether she wins at the case. That DA is going to take on her case for free for something that happened in 1992. That's just just how this system is. And what you as a dude have to understand as you gain power, R. Kelly, whoever, white people, it don't matter. You got to understand white men have created these laws to have loopholes. That's why it's called pork. That's why every time they pass a bill, there's pork on it. There's little other appendages. And we as black men got to learn, ain't no fairness. They can release you. What was that brother that served all that time in jail? I think he did about close to 50, 60 years just to find out he only went in for stealing some bread or something. This, it's about groups. It's, it's just, it's, it's not what... Look, I understand people like to crack jokes or whatever, but I take this stuff serious, man. Dudes got to understand. One of the reasons why I'm not pissed off and mad at women, because I understand how these laws work. And therefore, I understand how women work. See, Rose and, and, and uh, uh, Sister George can turn on me next week. That's just what it is. I got to protect myself. I got to make sure that everything I say and do is going to protect me. I have no, no, no. Uh, a thing just because I'm able to come on here and speak or or even if I had a closer connection like Roger does. There's no, we, we black men got to stop having these expectations and these assumptions that everything is fair. And 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 that's what it comes down to. And the people who don't listen, we, we even see it on YouTube. They suffer. They suffer. They suffer. And 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 dudes just want to live in fantasy land. While 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 to be fair, these women are never held accountable for their fantasy land crap. We as dudes got to get together and financially stop that. But if we if we're not going to get together as dudes and create situations to hold those women accountable, uh, like they have in England, when you false false something against a man, she goes to jail. Well, why is that? Because them darn England people put that money together and made those uh, darn laws happen. We in America, we just, we we done fell in love with complaining. And I just think sometimes I feel sorry for Sister George and uh, Concrete Rose because, you know, there's a lot of dudes that just come on here and complain. It, it it's, That's not life. And that's why the women are excelling so much because dudes are stuck in, that ain't fair. And I rest my plane on that. Thank you, Mr. Research. Definitely appreciate your perspective. Um, I understand your arguments as well as uh, Danny's, despite the pushback that was given. But I appreciate you coming up and contributing to the conversation. Thank you, Mr. Research. Good stuff. All right, bro. Roger, what you got for us? Um, um, I, I get. I mean, I understand where Mr. Research is coming from, but this situation ain't got nothing to do with any of that. This is not a man versus woman situation. This is a dude who got caught up in a system. The government wanted him and they went back to 1910 to use Jim Crow laws to get him. This ain't about men and women. Period. They wanted that nigga and they did what they had to do to get that nigga. And that's why he's the first guy. 
first guy that they ever tried with this racketeering stuff before. That's what the news report said. This is the first time they ever used this strategy in a situation like this against an individual man. You know what I'm saying? So he might, R. Kelly might get off on the pill. I'm not going to be shocked because he's not an enterprise himself. I don't know that uh, R. Kelly owns a business that you can put toward him uh, uh, using to commit illegal acts. My thing is like, okay, if you catch, if you catch him with children and, and, I mean, you don't know what's really there because the, they can't even tell the media when children are involved. But it was to my understanding they had him with a girl on tape. Convict him for that. Right. Don't don't come at him in a bogus fashion and, and let's not bring back Jim Crow law. So my thing is it's, we got to figure out a way to get laws like that off the books and men got to recognize until we get laws like that off the books, you got to do what you got to do. So your woman that you said you was going to take to Vegas, cancel the trip. Can't <laughs> work to have sex with her. It's, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Now, if, if you're going to make it about a gender war, you're going to have to make women be on your side at the end of the day. Because, uh, you know what I'm saying? I ain't taking a woman nowhere. I bet you that. You know what I'm saying? If, if you want to do something, and I, I said the same thing on my show. You better go out there on Tuesday, and maybe I'll come out there on Wednesday and we can do something. But I ain't taking you anywhere. Mm. It's, just, it's just that simple. Ain't no woman crossing no state line with me uh, unless she a relative, and there would be no anything involved. Period. You can't a woman. So don't go to Indiana with your woman. I'm just what I'm trying to tell you, and, and I'm somewhat close enough to Indiana because I live in Chicago. It ain't that hard to get to Indiana. She can't go. If I go to Indiana, <laughs> she can't go. It just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So men need to understand what some of these laws are and, and move accordingly. And then, like I say, we we gonna have to start fighting certain battles because. Um, a lot of stuff is going to stay on the books, even though they don't enforce certain laws. Laws are rarely taken off the books unless a court case is involved, to my understanding. But somebody can say, well, this particular court case and then fight this and they take it up all the way up to the Supreme Court sometime to get something overturned to get a law off the book. But as far as just taking a law off the book for, uh, for nothing or no particular case involved, I don't know of anything like that. It may exist. I'm not a lawyer. So. I'm not saying it don't exist. I'm just not aware of it at this particular time. Everything I know of has been about people fighting stuff and going up to the Supreme Court if necessary. So my thing is the man act need to come off the books. And until the man come out, the man that comes off the book, man, I can't I can't do nothing with a woman if we cross the state lines. You can you are not allowed to cross state lines with me. It just is what it is. You know, uh, the racketeering thing, I think, needs to be explained. Unless we we find out R. Kelly, if he got some legitimate business, you can really apply this to. And my thing is, somebody at Jive, which I believe that's who we signed to, somebody somebody up there need to be going down too. Yeah, to make the racketeering stick. You can't just say some dude operated or he and him and his buddies is now an enterprise. It's either a business or it's not. You know, I understand they created that and they wanted to get the uh, the gangsters back in the day, Al Capone and all that type of stuff. Well, they had businesses that was legitimate businesses. Somebody show me that R. Kelly has one. And I'm going to actually look, look up that myself as soon as I get a moment to see if he got any business in his name. I don't know that he does. He could, but I don't know that he does. So I got to see how it, it, you can express these type of charges to him. Now, and my thing about the man act is just unfortunate because I know it is on the books. You know what I'm saying? But nobody expected that. And, and I'm pretty sure his defense was not prepared to fight against the man act. They had no defense for that. They, that came out of nowhere or out of left field. You know, so people got to pay attention to what's going on. But don't think for a second that people don't take risks. 
everybody wants to put somebody don't understand. People understand. People simply take risks. If I was going to rob a bank, I need I need to know I'm, I, I at least got a chance of coming out with $10 Because if I get caught, I'm, I'm going to either lose my life or I know I'm black. I know where they're going to put me. They're going to lock me under the jail. But the thing is, is the risk worth it? For some people, the risk is worth it. Some people have very small value systems, and it don't take much for them to take a risk. And that's unfortunate for that individual. But I don't think we should be pushing that people don't understand. You are a grown person living in the information age. You all understand everything you need to know. That's how the law works. There is no ignorance of the law. If you tell them you didn't understand, you're a liar. Anything that you need to know, all you had to do was go to the internet and get the information. I'm not a rocket scientist because I don't care about being one. All the information for me to be a rocket scientist is available to me. And then the same thing applies in every other situation. And I'm going to leave it right there. Y'all have a good night. Thank you, Roger. Appreciate your contribution to the discussion. I was not triggered at all. I was actually over here clapping. So thank you for not triggering me, even I'm though I know to. you don't care if you up here to get your ass. I'm I'm to sure I, I actually make an effort. Roger, we're going to have to get on your time, boo. <laughs> I can't That's believe funny. she got up here and ain't go. I tried to trigger her ass and she man. You was close enough. You was close <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, no, I, I actually like tried. when we don't agree. I never try. I know you don't. It's just, just real natural for you. It comes naturally. Mm. Um, we got a super chat from Andy. He says they caught Kelly with multiple VHS tapes in his trunk of him with youngins years ago and they let it go. Uh, why do Andy always have an inside track and he know about something that nobody Snows Maybe because Andy is a FBI CIA, <laughs> um, a CIA? and they they have relegated his ass to America's ghettos, and so Andy just be knowing, child. I, we have to face facts. We don't know who we dealing mm -hmm. with. We Clearly. gotta because Andy know black women, baby. <sighs> I'll be brief. I just want to say that I do think that the fact that they ha are getting creative with laws as it as it relates to them taking down black men and they're, you know, using old laws and or um, actually violating laws and violating people's rights in order to take down black men is very telling. Um, I think that we should desire for the law to work in the way in which it was intended. Although it's not fair as it relates to black men, that does not mean we should not be advocating for fairness of the law. Um, black men still need to be very careful in how they move in this society, be cautious. I think that really and truly, I think men are now becoming the targets of this, um, of this massive um, effort to highlight toxicity in men and uh, uh, associate men with predatory behavior. Um, mm. As a result, I do think that Black men need to be careful how they move, especially those who are in positions of power. Um, I, I'm not saying that that there aren't that there's no truth to like some of the charges or allegations that are being made. I'm not saying that at all. I do think that entertainers typically move by a separate set of rules than most people. Um, I think that there is a sense of entitlement. I think that they're used to women being brought to them for them to have their way with. That's why they have them like T.I. signing NDAs and 
Um, they want like, you know, they are looking at IDs to make sure that they're of age and they're going through these to these extreme links to verify the um, women that they have in their presence because of some of the debauchery that they're engaging in. Um, I don't think that it's fair for someone to willingly engage in that debauchery and come back later and jump on the train and say, you took advantage of me. Um, I, I think that, you know, I, I think that a person should respect your right to say no up into, you know, the, the, the act. Um, but I, I don't think that, you know, you should be able to weaponize the fact that you're a woman and you're feminine and you were overpowered or, you know, you were th uh, somehow felt threatened. And as a result, you gave in if it's something that you willingly did and sought someone out to engage in this act with them. Um, I think that R. Kelly is where he deserves to be, but I think that the law needs to work properly in order to ensure that he stays there. Um, he's guilty in my eyes. I'm, ne I'm not arguing his guilt or innocence as it relates to him doing predatory things to women. Um, I do still think that he is, uh, he made some awesome hit songs that I actually enjoy. And even if I tried to simply omit him, I know that I wouldn't be able to omit songs that he also contributed to. Therefore, he would also receive some sort of, um, put, could potentially also receive some sort of um, residual in, uh, from. Um, I will never, ever, ever advocate for black men being railroaded. I don't care what the situation is. I can understand that you're guilty and you deserve to serve time. And also at the same time, advocate for and fight for the system to work in the way in which it was designed. Um, I will always do that. And this situation is no different. Um, yeah, I just, like I said, I, I enjoy the art that is his music. I see women going to great lengths. I saw someone post a status that said, shared a status with her own commentary that said, um, if you listen to R. Kelly, delete her because she don't want you around her kids. I'm seeing women just, you know, all up in arms, making all types of allegations. And I did not follow the case. I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest about that. I was actually surprised when the fellas actually broke down the charges to learn that he wasn't accused of rape. Um, so this is something that I will be looking into myself because I want to be more informed in the event that I engage in this topic of discussion with someone else. Um, you know, and uh, pretty much that's my piece on it. I enjoyed the conversation. This was good. I actually enjoy when Danny and I don't agree because um, I enjoy the the back and forth and, you know, being able to articulate my stance on a given subject um, when it's just me and her and we don't have like, you know, panelists up here and uh, we can do it freely without any interruption. So I enjoyed this. This was a fire show. Thank you for everybody who came up and joined us as well as those who super chatted the chat and um, for Kick Clouds for Cash Apping Us. And Andy says, I also know how OJ Simpson is connected to Jim Jones' crazy ASS. Look up where his mother worked. Girl, Danny, get your, get your, get your friend, please, please. You know Andy? No <laughs> Dylan Lamb, ridiculous. Andy is them people. That's all clearly, I know. That's can figure out. He's them people. So um, I did think this was a really, really good discussion. Like, okay, look at us. Sound like mm -hmm. you know what you're talking about and stuff. It's nice. A little bit, a little bit. I know. Um, you guys 
come back on Sunday. It's going to be a good show. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who came through. Shout out to everybody who super chatted us, cashed up us, um, everybody in the crazy chat, and especially our panelists. I really enjoyed you guys today and hope you guys have a great rest of the week and we'll see you back when we see you back. We out.